are going to break down the vote for Speaker of the House. Again, four days in a row. Can't believe it. And joining me today is former Representative Eric Morton. How do you do, buddy? So pretty good. good pretty good. Good to see you. Is it hard uh, getting a meeting or anything with you? Yeah, like, are you taking a lot of time off? Uh, backpack. I'm and just in the camping? real job. I'm going ice fishing today. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is historic. So let's let's talk about the important stuff before you break off and go into the boundary waters and get lost. Yeah, we're on the clock now. We got about <laughs> an hour and twenty nine minutes. Bridget, good to see you back from Kansas. People thought, oh, no, we lost Bridget. What, what happened to her? You did for a month, but it's good to be back. Well, you know, I, I told you like Tuesday, I'm like, you, you, you see the weather that's coming? Like, I don't know if you want to drive through this thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we don't have Bridget anymore. Well, I had no idea. I didn't even think about the weather. I should have because coming down, I have the same problem. Gotcha. But. Well, Bridget will be reading your comments. Join us. Tell us where you're watching from. Dawson's going to be running the dials in the room. And with that said, Dawson, let's go live to the U.S. House floor. We're on ballot number 12. They were probably doing their prayer right now. This is where the Democrats pretend like they actually believe in God. But you got at least like 50% of them don't, right? Do you know that the DNC, the, that guy seems like he does. He's actually, is he holding a Bible? Um, did you know that the DNC actually had a motion to try to remove... What was it like God or something from their platform? No, I had no idea. Yeah, this was like I think this was 2016. God, I remember. I, I wish I remembered exactly what it was. It was something to basically remove Christianity from the DNC platform, and the establishment killed it because there was like momentum behind it, and they're like, "Oh, this is bad. This would look really bad to the evangelicals that we really need, you know, to like kind of go into the Republican ranks uh, or the Republican voters." Well, I tell you, in the, in the House, in the State House, every time we would do the Pledge of Allegiance, right, for every floor session, I was always just watching the Democrats' lips to see if they would actually say, you know, under God, or if they would just, like, lip-sync it or something. And I can't say I ever saw them, like, exclude it, but... Yeah, but because they were wearing masks. How would you see <laughs> That's it? That's very true. I don't know. That's very true. <laughs> when, when were you in the House where they didn't actually wear a mask? <laughs> Moore was in the House uh, in 2021 and 2022... And so you either weren't on the House floor because you didn't want to deal with the BS and the mask. They said they wouldn't call on you. And then finally, 2022, you're like, screw it. I'm going to the House floor. I'm just not going to wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. And uh, everyone else is wearing a mask, Republicans included. Well, it took like a week before one other brave soul didn't wear a mask. Let's go to the audio here. Madam Clerk, a point of order. There's not a quorum present. Every day. The gentlewoman makes a point of order that a okay. quorum is not present. Quorum's not Chair present, so they're going to start counting. Uh, people are going to, I mean, this could be about 10 minutes uh, where people are going to signify that they are there. Day two, we were a little concerned that the uh, McCarthy faction made a deal with the Democrats. And you probably could see this happening, right? Because they make deals all the time with Democrats. But that they were actually going to have a faction of Democrats not show up which would mean that the denominator or the amount of, of pr people voting, which you need a majority of. Yep. So when they say you need 218 votes, it's because there's 434 members of Congress right now. There's one Democrat that died, so they have to have a special election. Otherwise, it'd be 435. Um, so if a bunch of Democrats didn't show up, or if a bunch of Democrats just voted present, McCarthy could then become the Speaker of the House. If a bunch of Republicans did that, Hakeem Jeffries would be the Speaker of the House because he's actually leading in votes. 
So there's absolutely zero. I mean, there's actually one Republican, Victoria Sparts, who's voted present. I don't know why she's voting present, but that's just one person, so it's not going to make a huge difference in the end. But Republicans can't play that game because Hakeem Jeffries is closer uh, percentage-wise to getting that vote. Yeah, and that's, I mean, those are two scenarios. And I watched Laura Ingram last night, and Fox News has been so disappointing on <laughs> the vast majority of their coverage on this whole situation, except for Tucker Carlson. He was like one guy who sees this as, as a win. Like, this is a good thing. Disrupting the establishment is always a great thing. Um, but Laura Ingram last night was like, well, there's a scenario here where moderate Republicans strike a deal with the Democrats. So this, what's, what's his name? Hakeem something? Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries. He would end up being speaker. And it's like, baloney. That will <laughs> never, ever happen. There's a far better chance that some Democrats would strike a deal with McCarthy's faction to make sure McCarthy locks it up. But, like, there's just no way. That it, no way, no way is it ever going to happen where some Republicans just suddenly started voting for Hakeem Jeffries. Like it'd be political suicide, and that's all these guys care about is getting reelected. So well, it's funny you say it'd be political suicide. Why don't you pull up ActionForLiberty.com real quick, uh, Dawson? Speaking of which, could a Republican vote for a Democrat in leadership position in the legislature? Well, there's some precedent here. Yeah, but it's a there's little different. So two Repo- Republicans in Minnesota voted for the Democrat. Uh, to run the Senate, to be the president of the Senate, and that is Jim Abler. And I say Republican in quotations, even though uh, they called him a far-right extremist when they tried taking exactly, him out. Yeah. Uh, Jim Abler is as close to a Democrat as possible. And Senator Jeremy Miller voted for Bobby Joe Champion, a Minneapolis Democrat, for president of the Senate. Now, now go back to the top there. Jeremy Miller, the guy on the right, that was the majority leader of the Republican caucus last year. <laughs> and he's voting for a Democrat to preside over the Senate. Now, granted, the Republicans aren't going to win the vote. It's 34 to 33. The yeah. Democrats are aligned. But we don't vote for the Democrat. You're basically saying that's the guy you think should be presiding over the Senate. And that's the speaker role. It's funny. The Senate's goofy. The, the equivalent to the Speaker of the House in the Senate is actually the president. That's who presides over it. Um, the majority leaders are the ones who are like the coveted position. It's a little flipped in the House. I don't know why that is historically, but be a good one to research. Yeah, yeah, that's so ridiculous how those guys would do that. And clearly, like, Abler squeaked by. Like, I think he only won by 100 votes or something like that. It was a small, Very small, small margin. margin. Um, so it's just idiotic, and clearly they think that that's their way of sort of appeasing some moderate Democrats and, and insulating them from being attacked in the next election cycle, where it's like baloney. No one cares. They will absolutely <laughs> call Jim Abler the racist, the bigot, all the stuff that they always would. Um, but, of course, the scenario here is a little different because the, the Democrats have the state Senate. Like, they didn't have to vote that way. And that's why I think it's political suicide for anybody in the U.S. House to vote for Akeem Jeffries because the Republicans have the majority. I still think at the end of this thing, McCarthy ends up getting elected somehow because I don't see any other traction with anybody else. Um, So I think that's what happens. I think he has to make a ton more concessions, it sounds like, for it to happen. Well, that's a great point. So this is why this plays so great. And as you said, Fox News is so wrong on it. They really are wrong. Tucker's doing great. You know, I— I don't even have a way to watch Fox News. Luckily, there's some guy that pops it up on YouTube every night, and I, I find the stream. But it's like, because um, I don't have cable. I'm a cable cutter, right? So I don't know how else to get Fox News unless you get, like, Sling or something. So, But Tucker's worth watching. He's been yep. right on this. Most Fox News is wrong. Their talking points are so utterly ridiculous. Um, you know, the thing that's fascinating to me is why this play is so good you either get rid of a rhino like McCarthy, 
right? You got to admit, McCarthy's not good. Because if he's good, then why would he have to concede anything to the 20 conservatives, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> obviously, if, if that's standing in the way of him getting elected, it means he's not going to be a great speaker for the people. So the 20 conservatives are demanding some things. So when you say he might be elected the speaker, it's because he's conceded to these conservatives. So isn't this a great play by the 20 conservatives? They're conceding things like you got to you know, do this rule. you got to put people on the rules committee that are conservatives. you got to allow a vote to vacate the speaker. No more omnibus, multi-subject bills. No more debt ceiling increases. Isn't that great? That's what's going to come if he gets the votes. Or the other option is McCarthy can't get 218 and they're forced to find someone that's actually got the agenda that's right for America. To me, it's just like an obviously good play. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's less likely that they go out and just find somebody else. Like I saw Chip Roy and what's the other guy? Good. Let's tune in real quick here. Sorry about that. A quorum is present. I didn't get the number, but it doesn't really matter if we got the number or not. The question recurs upon the election of a speaker. The tellers will please come forward and take their seats. Where the heck were the tellers? Why weren't they in their seats? So the question is, will they do a 12th vote here? It doesn't look like a deal's been struck. You know, I was reading Matt Gates, Chip Roy's, speaking of Chip Roy, their Twitter accounts, and it doesn't sound like there's a deal. So... A 12th vote really is going to be moot. There hasn't been really any movement on votes, real movement on votes in, since ballot four. And the only dynamic in ballot four was Sparks started voting present. Since then, it's just been the same 20 voting other than McCarthy. Now that's gone to Trump and it's gone to uh, Donald's and it's gone to, um, who's the other guy? Hearn, Kevin Hearn. But it's not like there's been any real movement. So the other option is is they actually adjourn. They adjourn to a t another time. And this is the other thing I was thinking about more, and you can weigh in on this. These are U.S. congressmen. They don't want to be here this weekend. They want to go back to their district, you know? So they want to go back home. So it's probably going to be unpopular to say we want to adjourn to 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. tonight or adjourn till Saturday, right? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they just adjourned till what? Monday, Monday. or Tuesday morning. Especially if they know they don't have the votes. Matt Gates was on Fox News last night on, on Laura Ingram, actually. And, of course, she's berating him and saying how selfish this is. And she's so it. wrong on it. But he ended up saying he would never vote for McCarthy. And it makes you wonder if those five that, that, uh, that are out there. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's pretty obvious when a guy like this comes up, it's going to be a nomination. It's always funny to watch these guys so energetic and happy and cheery right on the first time, and they start losing that face as the ballots go on. The gentleman is recognized. And while I rise to that end, well, I one think thing it's people need to realize as they're watching this stuff, and you talk about somebody voting present and. Kevin what if you know they get Kevin the right number of Rep Republicans to vote president or Democrats for that matter, um, or if they do too years. many Republicans Those start voting president, then does that end up with McCarthy getting the, the position? Him. But this stuff is so highly scripted, like everybody knows going to the floor how everybody's going to end up voting. There's no way 
that somehow accidentally you get all these Republicans just voting for president. I mean, this is okay, so, super scripted. So I agree with that. Why, if you don't have the votes, are they doing this then? Are they doing what? So it's always scripted. You're right oh, on the, even having the vote. Yeah. So so if they know, why are they even bothering doing this? Well, I think both sides feel like they're dragging the other side over the political coals. I mean, McCarthy's faction, they know they've got Fox News on their side, largely all Fox News on their side. Conservative, traditional conservative media is on McCarthy's side. So I think they're kind of, you know, it's kind of a blood battle taking place and it's kind of staring each other down. Yeah. And, and you know, I came to that conclusion earlier in the week and now I'm like, I feel like the momentum is going to shift here. So I was listening to Mike Gallagher on the radio yesterday on 1280, The Patriot. Uh, I hadn't listened to him in like 20 years. I used to listen to him when I drove to ROTC in the morning. I went to U of M ROTC and uh, would drive from River Falls. That's where I went to school. And uh, so I got used to listening to Mike Gallagher. I haven't listened to him in 20 years. I don't listen to a lot of talk radio. And he's just like, I, I got to admit, a lot of the guys, all of my colleagues in radio, conservative pundits, are getting this wrong. He had a poll up. 88% of his listeners said they support the 20. Uh, Tucker, by far, I would imagine, the most influential guy at Fox News. You would imagine so. He's got the prime slot. Yeah. I know Hannity's a dinosaur had been there for years. Hannity's way off on this one. Um, you get a lot of, like, pundits like Charlie Kirk. You know, I, you listen to him a lot, Bridget, right? He's mm-hmm. He's been right on this issue. Um, I think there are – I think I – think, well, we just did an email last night. It seemed like it landed very well with our people, so – um, I feel like it's really turning. Now, look, Matt Gates is standing next to McCarthy, uh, meaning he's gonna be he's gonna be nominating someone. So first, they're gonna go to Hakeem Jeffries. I'm sorry, not Hakeem Jeffries, probably uh, Agliar, and then he'll nominate uh, Hakeem Jeffries. I have no idea what he just said. Our police also serve with that pure and selfless intent. They do it every day, and we should thank them every day. Oh, pro-cops. Today, the Chinese Communist Party will orchestrate the theft of another $1 billion of intellectual property from American companies. Senator Nathan Wiesenberg uh, texted me (laughs) with an image of a Democrat texting during the prayer. Wiesenberg chimed in, too, with a kind of off-topic comment, but um, he said, breaking down alpha news, Minnesota Democrats are forming the Inclusive Democracy Caucus. (laughs) I don't know if he was joking, if that's for real. I bet that is real. Yeah, it probably is. It doesn't shock any one of us, does it? (laughs) I mean, no, it doesn't at all. Oh, that's so funny. I'm going to take these off because there's really nothing we're going to learn on this one. What will be interesting is once we get to uh, – looks like Matt Gates is going to be nominating somebody. Is he going to go back and nominate Donald Trump for a third or second time? Because Trump's technically only been nominated once. He's had, I think, three votes. I can figure this out right away. Trump Trump's received three votes. Right. He, was, uh, he received a vote from Gates on the 7th and 8th ballot and then again on the 11th ballot. But he hadn't been nominated officially. So they had a – the clerk actually had to say the Honorable Donald Trump. <laughs> then uh, then he actually was on the ticker on C-SPAN. So when they're doing the tallies, you had Trump actually up there. Now, he only received one vote. 
Marjorie Taylor Greene apparently uh, chooses Mike McCar- or Kevin McCarthy over him. I don't understand that. Her and Thomas Massey. I mean, Massey's one of the most principled guys down there. And the fact that I think he's voted for McCarthy every time. Every time. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, he doesn't think this is his battle and it's not important. I don't know how you set this one out, honestly. Like, all right, Eric Mortensen, you're a U.S. congressman. What do you? What's your move here? Well, I'm I'm voting for anybody other than McCarthy at this point. Anybody? I mean, like, well, I shouldn't say anybody. Like J- Dan Crenshaw? Anti- would you vote for Dan Crenshaw? No, he thinks you're a terrorist. For Jeffries. Yeah, would you <laughs> yeah, vote for right. Hakeem Jeffries? <laughs> no. Anybody but McCarthy, huh? <laughs> no, no. But I'd be a part of this for sure. Like, I'd be yeah. wanting to block this. I think this is a super smart move. Um, when Chip Roy the other night said, "Look, we want one of two things: either these concessions to the rules, so that they can further empower the body, um, or they want a leader they can actually trust." And I think that that's that's the two scenarios that make a ton of sense to me. And that's why this is a win because you get someone that is trustworthy, like a Jim Jordan. I like Jim Jordan. Um, or you get the rules to the point where you can, you know, easily remove these people. And and I know they've talked about term limits the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of surprising to hear U.S. Congress talking about term limits, but that would be fantastic. It would be great. I don't know how that gets enforced, though, because if it's a rule of the House, it's like you can't be a lobbyist after you leave, and like they break that all the time. And if people elect you, it's not like a rule of the House. Is, and the rules could get changed. So I don't know what the term limits even means. That I don't know either. If they're bring, it, about a, bring it to a vote, it's just going to die in the yeah. Senate. So what's the point? Well, I don't know if it necessarily would die in the Senate. In the 50-50 Senate and term limits is popular. Well, isn't it? A, it's, a 50, it's a 51-49 Senate, isn't it? Oh, okay, it whatever. But like even Democrats, I think it's polls that like 70% of Democrats support term limits. So. Yeah. That's one of those issues well, I don't think is Well, let's put it this way. Bad. Biden's not signing in a law, and they don't have a two-thirds in either body. Well, I wouldn't be surprised either if Biden signed it into law. Joe Biden, the guy that's been in D.C. for 46 years? <laughs> okay, that's Hello. fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he did it because I think that's what he knows people are demanding. All like Nathan Wiesenberg, you were just talking about him. That's what he – it's like a single issue he ran on up there. I think it's, it's popular across the aisle. Yeah, but see – the. the I can already see the uh, the propaganda campaign against it. They're going to find the most loved senators, most loved representatives on both sides, and they'll be like, well, then you're going to get rid of uh, the Mike Lees of the world, and then they'll go to the Democrat side, and they'll be like, you're going to get rid of the Maxine Waters of the world, you know, and that's what they're going to do. And Yeah, there's always going to be defense in anything they do, but what I think is, is I kind of just look at this overall battle and watching these guys on TV – I mean, they're politicians, right? So you're like, yep. do they really believe this? Do they actually care? Right. I bet there's a group of that, of that five, that four or five, maybe three, are legitimate. Like, they really want this. And they're well, Gates to says he's battle. not ever voting for McCarthy. Yeah. So. I think, then I think there's a bunch of them that just see this as, you know, they're opportunistic and they're, they want to yeah. hop on board and, and get a spot on CNN or MSNBC or something. And, um, but, you know, one of the things, if I, I talk about kind of lessons I've learned, when when I first ran four years ago, somebody well, was Ben Dora, Minnesota gun rights. He's like, hey, don't trust anybody down there. Mm-hmm. And he said, until they politically bleed for you. And I was like, what does that even mean? I, I had no idea what he was talking about. And, and now, four years later, well, it didn't take this long. <laughs> I've learned what that really means. And if you look at this scenario, and by politically bleed, I just mean someone who politically sacrifices their likelihood of getting reelected. Mm-hmm. And really, to kind of drill that further, who is severed severed severing? severed yeah yeah who is severed relationships with political class and um 
because it's people like Kevin McCarthy that have so much power to help people get reelected and find primary challengers. So um, to me, looking at this, who is politically bleeding? It's these 20 people. Yeah. They're the ones who are politically bleeding, and that's why I find what they're doing far more courageous and compelling than the folks just pushing the button for McCarthy. Right. It's actually very interesting and noteworthy that McCarthy immediately left the floor after his nomination speech, meaning that maybe he's trying to get some negotiations going again. Um, that's fascinating. Another thing that's been pointed out by Matt Gates is, uh, <laughs> and speaking of scripted, you might not know this. Um, uh, so apparently Kevin McCarthy is squatting in the speaker's office. Did you know that? No, I didn't Yeah, know he, Matt Gates said on the first day Tuesday, he's like, why is Kevin McCarthy sent a, a letter to the uh, architect of the U.S. Capitol going, uh, why is uh, Kevin McCarthy in the speaker's office, and at what point does he become a squatter? He's actually losing. He's not, he's not the leader on votes right now for Speaker of the House. Yeah. It's a valid question. <laughs> like why is he in the speaker's <laughs> office he's not the speaker <laughs> yeah i had no idea i guess the majority party just really rules out there <laughs> it's crazy though so um i want to go back to your point about why this is such a good play really what i think is gonna so mccarthy's got a couple options and one is to bow out because eventually you know the, the, the great fox news talking point well who do you have that's got the votes because you guys don't have the votes it's like neither does mccarthy mccarthy doesn't have the votes he needs 218 he doesn't have 218 so what do you do you could change you could get a bunch of democrats to vote president or not show up and then you could become speaker which would mean you have to give the democrats something of value meaning he's exactly what the 20 are saying he is he will literally go over to the democrats and sell out america to get some kind of deal just so he can be Speaker of the House. So it's all about him. Okay, so that's one thing he could do. The other thing he could do is he can concede. He could concede to this faction of 20, which is already happening. They're already trying to negotiate. I don't know what the holdouts are on McCarthy's point, but or McCarthy's end, but the fact he's got to concede means he's not with American people. Like, shouldn't he just automatically be trying to give the rules committee to people that are more conservative? Shouldn't he automatically be trying to get only single subject bills? Shouldn't he automatically agree to not extend the debt ceiling? Why does he have to concede? Because he's a rhino. He's part of the swamp. He's part of the establishment. So really it comes down to, it's just a person. He's, he's earned this because of all his fundraising. We don't care about that, but they care about that in the swamp. Yep. <laughs> I mean, seriously, these guys, when I saw in the Capitals, they get, it's like a drug to them. Like being yeah. this, in this position of power and this, the, the prestige that comes with it, uh, the way everybody kisses their butts, um, they get hooked on this thing. So I guarantee he feels entitled to it. He wants it more than anything. Like I, I bet there is nothing he wouldn't do uh, to be in this position, although apparently he hasn't quite done enough. <laughs> but he wants it so bad. Yeah. Uh, just like Kurt Dowd in the, you know, in the Minnesota State House. He wants that position so bad uh, to be the person who all the cam news cameras come to and have all this influence. It's, I find it really pathetic, quite honestly, that these people are so lured into these positions of power and, uh, and just the, the high they, they obviously get off of it. Yeah, you know, and I think uh, it's worth the, worthy of noting that uh, had there been a slim Republican majority in this last election, and you were in there, 
this would have happened in the Minnesota legislature. Oh, yeah, I had like wet thing. dreams about doing yes. this. Are you kidding me? This is like exactly the scenario that I would have loved in the state house and because to do the exact same thing that they're doing, to have to hold back the votes so that, you know, that they have to give something back and further empower the other members of the body. Right. And any any problem with Kevin McCarthy, Kurt Dowd is double as bad. Like that guy was vindictive. He uh, was punitive. You know, he threatened to kick people off of committees. Um, he would bring votes. He'd say, this is a tier one vote. You got to get in line on this kind of stuff. It's like, they, oh, so these guys don't actually get to vote their conscience, which is ridiculous. There's a reason for four people initially left the House Republican caucus. What was that in 2018? I think it was. And then, of course, you joined it and they kicked you out because they're a bunch of, well, say that for another time. <laughs> I'd love to talk about that sometime. <laughs> Politicians, right? You got to love them. Eh, most people don't. Congress gets 11% approval rating. So I always laugh at this. It's like, oh, no, Congress isn't getting on with their business. It's like when they get on with their business, people don't approve. So maybe we should mix things up a little bit. Let's get this. Let's get the approval ratings of Congress up. You got something you want to read, Bridget? Give me that look. Um, Curtis Charles says Scalise has been talked about as a possible option if this doesn't start to change. Well, I don't know Scalise as well as uh, Jesse. Jesse follows this kind of stuff more, and he says that's actually a worse option. Oh. So there, there is a so honestly we'll learn the principles real quick of these other of these twenty if Scalise is the better option according to them but it doesn't seem like he'd be any different you know the one thing about Scalise is the guy literally got shot you remember this he actually oh, yeah. got shot by a Hillary Clinton supporter no one wants uh, to talk about that that was a Bernie guy that was a Bernie bro was it a Bernie guy I, a Bernie so I always bro. say her, Hillary but yeah you're right Bernie a pro Bernie guy so. There you go. But we should be concerned about the the uh, numbnuts as that went into the Capitol with a, with a buffalo head. That's what we should really be concerned about. Oh, yeah. Oh, the anniversary today. Yeah. That's what well, we should I be talking know. about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had someone come and go, is it just, are they just doing this so that the Democrats don't just make this the big thing today at the Capitol? <laughs> yeah. like, no, I don't I think that's what I think so. <laughs> we were waiting for Clyborne to get done talking. And then we learn what the the first ballot's going to look like. You know, Gates is up there looking like he's going to nominate someone. Do they have another option? Because if you were tracking, and we do have a tracker, we've put it on Facebook. Uh, the last ballot was Jeffries, McCarthy, Trump, Hearn, Donalds. Hearn had seven votes, Donalds had 12, and Trump had one. Let's get back and do some audio here. That's the Democrats nominating the election denier, Hakeem Jeffries, who said that Trump wasn't a legitimate president. He was a fake president. For what purpose does the gentleman from Florida rise? To submit a name for nomination for the position of Speaker of the House. Here you go. The gentleman is recognized. Thank you, Madam Speaker. My colleague from California, Mr. Garcia, knows the incredibly high regard I hold him in. He is okay, a Dan Garcia is being nominated. I him, but I must take some exception no. to some of the comments he made okay, in his nomination I was say, that Mr. Would be McCarthy. Really bizarre. First, he said that Mr. McCarthy has earned the position. You only earn the position of Speaker of the House if you can get the votes. Mr. McCarthy doesn't have the votes today. He will not have the votes tomorrow. 
and he will not have the votes next week, next month, next year. <laughs> and so one must wonder, Madam Clerk, is this an exercise in vanity for someone who has done the math, taken the counts, and is putting this institution through something that Ooh. absolutely gets the rules attributing motive my colleague mr garcia did not say this but many of my other republican colleagues have they believe that mr mccarthy has earned the position of speaker of the house because he raised half a billion dollars to get republicans elected no come on cameras go to You hear that? Speaking of scripted, members this guy's got to tell her what to say. Not to engage in, in fairness to the clerk. Against other members of the house. Rough job for her. <laughs> she doesn't know how to do this stuff, right? She's playing the speaker of the house. Of speaker by raising enormous sums of money, and there is no doubt that the individual that was nominated by Mr. Garcia is the LeBron James of special interest <laughs> fundraising in this town. There is nobody better. But I would suggest that there are qualifications for speaker that are far more important. There are attributes that are far more important. Jim Jordan has those, Ooh. and I am submitting his Going name back to Jim Jordan. That's interesting. at this time. I heard my colleague from California, Mr. Garcia, say that we seek pure selfless intent, and I could not agree more with that assessment. Mr. Jordan, indeed, is reflective of pure selfless intent. I don't know that the same can be said for the Republican alternative. Let's start with purity. Many of you have seen the reports that there are negotiations to determine whether or not on this side of the aisle there can be a deal, a meeting of the minds, a grand bargain that would allow us to proceed with the speakership. And I want all of my colleagues to know, regardless of your perspective on me, how impure some of those negotiations have gone. And I want the country to know the principal goal of the people who are objecting to Mr. McCarthy on the Republican side is that we don't believe the rules of this place unlock the potential of all of the members to be able to cast votes on individual bills and to offer amendments on Appropriations Acts. And we're also concerned about spending that has ballooned our debt and borrowed against the future generations of American citizens. And Mr. McCarthy said, well, goodness to the objectors, a lot of you want to be on the Oversight and Judiciary Committee, and you never submit your names to be on the Rules Committee or the Appropriations Committee. And so, gosh, if you'll get a list of folks who are willing to come early on, on fly-in days for rules and folks who are willing to take on the extra burden of our appropriators who work so hard, then I'll certainly work to do that. And so we endeavored in good faith and pure good faith to create that list. And then what did Mr. McCarthy do? He went out to the media and came to other members of the conference and said, see, they just want jobs for themselves. <laughs> that is not pure. Selflessness. Selflessness is not selling shares of yourself to the lobby corps and then doing their bidding at the expense of the American people. But there certainly is intent. And it's an intent driven almost exclusively by personal ambition, and that ambition is paralyzing the House now. Madam Clerk, at this time, there is great trust in Mr. Jordan, and that's why I am nominating him. And there is insufficient Children, trust in Kevin leaving, McCarthy. Right? 
There are some who have been objecting to Mr. McCarthy who are working on perhaps changes to the rules, changes to circumstance that would convert the speakership from the great, awesome, powerful position it is now to more of a ceremonial position, almost akin to the speaker in the British House of Commons. Uh, I referred to it previously as a straitjacket that some of us were trying to construct with better rules and better personnel because we do not trust Mr. McCarthy with power because we know who he will use it for and we are concerned it will not be for the American people. We trust Jim Jordan. I nominate him. This is a really good speech. And, and I think it's a good move to do J Jim Jordan or nominate Jim Jordan because he's very popular with a conservative base. He's probably the most well-known and liked. Madam Clerk, I rise to enter a name for nomination probably for do Kevin Hearn, I'm guessing. The gentlewoman is recognized. Once again, I just stand here today to nominate Kevin Hearn, yeah. the chairman of the Republican Study Committee, the largest caucus in the Republican conference, who unanimously So right now you see at least there's two votes against McCarthy. There needs to be five. This so you Bobert's going to vote for Hearn and, and, put forward and uh, Gates will vote for um, we all to work hard Jordan. And serve our American people to the best of our ability and, and basically it's Hearn pretty obvious there's going to be five votes McCarthy will debt. not be speaker I get on this ballot on a regular basis at how the way Gates spoke families, sounds like he will not be speaker of the house today he'll probably he stay in the speaker's office a budget that's pretty unprecedented but we'll bring that he's not going to be speaker today we'll learn real quick Madam Clerk, you get through the C's and you already know there's five votes the big question is, will they gain momentum? The reading clerk will call the roll. And you could see, um, and there's a, we'll have our tracker up. In fact, I could go post this online real quick, too. Uh, I'm going to put it on our Facebook. Or we, I'll put it on Twitter as well. Um, if you go to look down here, Dawson, go put the Twitter. Uh, pop it up on the screen. Action underscore Liberty on Twitter. Now that uh, Elon Musk is in control, we figured Adam. it's a safe bet that Twitter will be pro-free speech. A lot better than Facebook. I'm just going to put, here's McCarthy. the tracker for Aguilar. 20 conservatives Jeffries. in speaker vote. Alford. Alford. McCarthy. All right, it's on our Twitter. So go to our Twitter account. You can uh, follow this. And then go ahead and hit, uh, what is it, like or what is Twitter? Follow? Follow on Twitter, right? I don't know. I don't want to do Twitter. Yeah, it's follow. Um, we're going to wait till basically Biggs. Andy Biggs will be the first one, followed by Dan Bishop, North Carolina, and Lauren Bobert. We know Lauren Bobert's vote. You only need five. Only McCarthy. needs to be five people not voting for McCarthy, Bacon. so either voting for Jordan, Hearn, or somebody else, and Bear. McCarthy can't get the votes. Or McCarthy. if Sparks continues to vote present, that also Balderson. makes it impossible for um, McCarthy. McCarthy to get the votes unless he's got to deal with the Democrats. Jeffries. Banks. So we're in the Bs already. McCarthy. What do you think is going to happen, Mort? I think Jordan and Hearn get 20 votes combined. Yeah, I think that's the way things have been going. It'd be a big news story if they don't. 
because that means McCarthy. there's waning support Beatty. from the 20. And it's a big news story if there's more Jeffries. because it means they're gaining Prince. momentum. And you could tell there is some real frustration yeah. in the Republican conference. You could see those Jeffries. people childishly getting up and walking Carmen. out as uh, as Matt Gates is speaking. He's not making a lot of friends up there, so to Fire. speak. Right, Mort? <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Which Mort was Bice. infamous for not making a lot of friends up at the Capitol. Okay, Carmen. we're at Bice, so um, don't let me Bice. forget to bring that up. Jordan. All right, so Biggs went Jordan. Biggs is probably one of the most reliable votes as well. Uh, so Dan Bishop, so it'll be Bishop in North Carolina. There's two bishops, so not the one of Georgia, but the one of uh, North Carolina. Bill Arakin. McCarthy. Bishop of Georgia. There's Dan Bishop of North Carolina Jeffries. getting ready to speak. Looks like a guy that's not going to vote for of McCarthy. North Carolina. Oh, that's the story right there. There you go. So there is waning support right now. So what deal did he get? It's actually a moot point, though. Jeffries. It's a moot point because, quite frankly, uh, five people hold it up. But that is a story. Bobert will be the next. Um, well, at least we had something happen because, boy, we went eight ballots with nothing. Or seven ballots with nothing. Go ahead. Um, Curtis again says deals apparently were made with about ten of the holdouts last night. So I guess we'll see. Bowman. And I've seen... Jeffries. So many different news stories. Um, Boyle, I'm sorry, I missed Bobert. Bobert obviously voted for Jeffries. her. Brasheen would be the next one. Brasheen. So there you go. So, yep, you are seeing uh, McCarthy is starting to gain votes, meaning that they have got a deal. But once again, it comes down to five. There's Mary Miller. She looks like she's not Brown. ready. As sent next to Paulina Luna. Jeffries. Brownlee. Jeffries. You can't. Michael Cloud will be next, followed by Andrew Clyde. McCarthy. Buck. Buck. Bouchon. McCarthy. But so I would expect at this point, more that Jeffries. because there have been two people that have Virgin. flipped and gone McCarthy, that you're not going to see any new people leave Virgin. McCarthy at this point. Yeah, I can't imagine that would happen at this point. Burgess. It'd be really interesting McCarthy. to see what kind of deal or concession that they Burleson. got from this. McCarthy. But yeah, that, that's what makes you think. Is it, was it something meaningful, right? Jeffries. Was it a particular rule Calvert. change that that individual wanted, or was it McCarthy. something... Right very selfish Kevin. that they just personally benefited from or maybe Harvey. the people in their district because they love to dole Caraveo. out money we'll do that bridge for Jeffries. you we'll do that highway right Carbajal. so they can you know go back Jeffries. and tell their constituents how they brought home Cardenas. the bacon now what's great about this play also Carey. is you know McCarthy's Harvey. gonna if he gets the speaker position which Carl. is unknown so at this point he's gonna have to basically walk in eggshells because essentially any bad moves he Jeffries. makes the gates of the world will go tell the american people and it'll 
affirm McCarthy. what they've been saying about Kevin McCarthy, right? And then all the people that were pushing for Kevin McCarthy Jeffries. will have to own that. Carter and then if McCarthy doesn't do that stuff, massive win. Yeah. So once again, what a great play. It really is. Carter I mean, Wright. this is, you're really setting up kind of a win-win or a lose-lose for the establishment here. Um, for exactly what you just said. I mean, it, it, it makes so much sense, Kassar. but it takes courage to be able to break away from the rank and file and do something like this. Like this takes real guts. And I guess it isn't shocking to see some Jeffries. peel off. Cause like I said, probably Kasten. four or five people Jeffries. are actually hardcore. Um, standing Castor against McCarthy and the others, I think right. it would just be an opportunistic. Jeffries. And it gets Castro tougher. It gets Texas. tougher when you have smaller numbers. Jeffries. You know, you were one. Yeah, it doesn't get much smaller than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> McCarthy. Infamously didn't make a lot of friends up at the Capitol. They hated Sheriff his guts. McCormick. Right, uh, Bridget? Bridget? They did. Was, uh, it was pretty petty. Bridget was, was his part-time legislative assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Jeffries. I would force votes on things, like, was it the stop vaccine Cicilline. mandate? Or yeah. was it yeah, like multiple? They would they would get up and leave Cisco the floor. Yep. So they wouldn't vote at all. They laughed and mocked they you. They would speak on, against you. Like, yeah. what's his name? Clark of Massachusetts. Nolan West. Yes, Nolan yeah. West. I know Nolan West. <laughs> Clark of New York. All right, we're getting close Jeffries. to cloud. It'd be cloud Cleaver. and then couple between, and then it's uh, Clyde. So these will be Klein. interesting. McCarthy. Cloud's next, I believe. Cloud. Yep, so another defector. It'd be interesting to see Byron Donalds. Uh, so we got Andrew Clyde in a couple votes. Uh, it'd be after Clyde Clyburn. one, I believe. Jeffries. Here we go. Clyde. Must have been McCarthy. I wish we could actually get the audio of what they're saying. Typical politicians, they got to actually tell us. Cohen. Or they got to say more than just the name. All right, so that's uh, already four defectors, Cohen. which, you know, if you're pro, uh, non, pro not McCarthy or anti McCarthy, pro not McCarthy, why Homer. would I say that? Anti McCarthy, you can bleed uh, 15 votes, essentially. I'm guessing at this part, uh, th at this Korea. stage, Sparts, who's been voting present, Jeffries. will not vote present anymore. <laughs> that would be a shocker to Jeffries. me. But Courtney. her present vote would actually come into play Jeffries. here. Craig. I take that back. Her present vote Crane. would not, yeah, would come into play because he would her. still need that to get to 218. Crawford. Uh, Eli Crane will be the next one. I would imagine Crenshaw. he caves just judging by the Carter. people that have caved Crockett's. the the Jeffries. the ones you don't expect Crow. are Jeffries. gates Jeffries. bob Quayla. good Jeffries. maybe Jeffries. even paul goser curtis chip roy chip roy that's right davids of kansas so i'm seeing the five already jeffries davidson oh did we miss crane McCarthy. What happened with Crane? He was McCarthy, I think. No, we got Hearn. Davis Looks like Illinois. he went Hearn. Oh. I, we totally missed Jeffries. that. I can't shut Carolina. my big mouth. Yeah, Hearn's got two votes. Jeffries. So Eli Crane. So Donald's is the next one of importance. Byron Donald's Jeffries. has voted for himself since Baguette. ballot four. Jeffries. 
And before that, he voted. He actually voted McCarthy for the first two belts and then Jordan. So you could assume that Byron Donalds could go back to McCarthy. He's actually voted for McCarthy on a ballot. Jeffries. He's voted on two ballots. Jeffries. If Donalds doesn't vote McCarthy, then the math becomes really simple here. Jeffries. The next one will be Matt Gates. We know he's going to be voting for Jeffries. McCarthy. Esposito. McCarthy. So even if McCarthy does win, Diaz folks, Ballard. it's still a big win for the American people. Obviously, there's been Diaz concessions. Ballard. Those guys did not start voting McCarthy unless there was some good deal given. Dingle. And that's why this play is so great. And that's Jeffrey. why Fox News was so wrong on this. Because Fox News took the side of he's earned it. Here we go. There you go. And that's not shocking because he has voted McCarthy in the past. Oh, there's Tom Emmer. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for getting on board. Now, we have to note, right, Mort, that it feels good to get those claps, right? Now they're seen as heroes. Before they're enemies, right? Or as, uh, well, I think, <laughs> I think uh, uh, Crenshaw has both called them enemies and terrorists. If I'm counting all the <laughs> bad he names. He did not. He called them terrorists. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, I think he was basically LG. using his analogy, you don't negotiate with terrorists, but he basically alluded to them being terrorists. Emmer. Yeah. He definitely called them enemies. So um, anyhow, uh, you're viewed that way on all these previous SG. votes, but now you're getting Jeffries. applause, and they're going to forget. Esther. They're all loving these guys now, the ones that have Jeffries. flipped, right? Oh, yeah. Estes. Yep. I mean, I, I like to McCarthy. give the analogy like there's there's safety in the herd, Evan. right? It's really tough to break away from the herd and yes. go in a direction that you know is the He's right principal direction to go because you get picked McCarthy. off. Right. Um, so, Bad. yeah, that's not a surprising to see them just stick with the herd, the herd, whole herd mentality. McCarthy. We may have seen some of that during COVID. Beechtra. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Ferguson. Um, just, just so you guys McCarthy. know, the numbers already are against McCarthy Vince because Stan. you have Gates coming up McCarthy. who's actually voted already, or uh, gave the Fish nomination Fox. for Jordan. McCarthy. And, Bo. well, I guess we have Fitzgerald. Bobert. But I just McCarthy. assume Bob Good is going to stick with it. McCarthy. Let me just go through this list here. Bob Good, Paul Gosar, and, and then Chip Roy. McCarthy. I mean, the nut. I guess we Fletcher. shouldn't count the chickens before the hatch Jeffries. here, but. McCarthy. The fact that McCarthy doesn't have votes still Foster. suggests that there's Jeffries. negotiations that still need to occur, in my Bushy. opinion. Jeffries. Fox. McCarthy. Lois Frankel. Jeffries. C. Scott Franklin. McCarthy. Frost. I think the American people deserve Jeffries. to know what deal was struck to, and I'm not Price. certain I've seen anything about it. McCarthy. Yeah, I'm sure the real underhanded Bullshit. ones we'll never even hear about. Yeah. McCarthy. Gates. Jordan. Gallagher. Oh, uh, Gates, yeah, McCarthy. Jordan. Gallego. So, yeah, we are Jeffries. four votes, Garamendi. not McCarthy on the Republican Jeffries. side. It just takes Scott good Marino. or go, sir, to. McCarthy. And then I think you'll hear some booze. Mike Garcia. McCarthy. Robert Garcia. Jeffries. Jeffries. Garcia of Illinois. Jeffries. Jeffries. 
Garcia of Texas. Jeffries. Jimenez. I think I said Dan Garcia before. I meant Mike Garcia when I was talking about. Golden of Maine. The speak. The guy speaking. Jeffries. McCarthy. Goldman of New York. I think we got good after this. Goldman of New York. Gomez. Jeffries. Tony Gonzalez. McCarthy. Vicente Gonzalez. Jeffries. Good of Virginia. There you go. That's the five. So Kevin McCarthy will not be Gooden Speaker of, of the House on this vote. McCarthy. He will remain in the Speaker's office, apparently, squatting. Gosar. <laughs> Gosar. Gottheimer. Could be nothing, but it is interesting. Gosar wasn't there to vote. Harris Granger. will be next. And then you wait till McCarthy. Paulina Luna. Harris has been a pretty reliable vote. He's voted, he's voted probably for the most. Zeldin, Jordan, Donalds. Graves of Missouri. Hearn. McCarthy. Hearn's still nominated, so will he stick with Hearn? Green of Tennessee. So that's Andy Harris. That'll be the next one on the list. Right now they have the numbers. As we've mentioned many of the days that we've been covering this, that you kind of want a little cushion room in case someone changes their mind last minute. So, Jeffries. That's always does that. Green of Georgia. McCarthy. Would that be funny if uh, Marjorie Taylor Green just all of a sudden flips her vote? McCarthy. <laughs> Rehalva. <laughs> Jeffries. Grothman. McCarthy. Guest. McCarthy. Guthrie. McCarthy. Hageman. McCarthy. Carter of California. So we're waiting for Harris coming up. Harris. Jordan. Jordan. There you go. So that's the cushion room. Andy Harris has been pretty pretty disciplined. Um, so I'm I'm seeing probably about 10, at least, I would imagine. So th I think 10 probably have dropped off at this point. Which it sounds like, was it Curtis? That's what he had said, that about half of them struck mm -hmm. those last night. Which is, which is what you would expect. I think the American people deserve to know what the deal was that dropped these people off. If I was a constituent of theirs i would be asking that question because i think there is a principle here are you going to go with kevin mccarthy who's obviously the swamp obviously the status quo the status quo is the problem in washington dc we're 32 trillion dollars in debt and that's just current liabilities not unfunded liabilities like medicare and social security with no plan to fix that nothing and so that's the problem it's the status quo and that is there's not a person that represents Jeffries. the status quo more than Kevin McCarthy. He's been in leadership Boyer. for over a dozen years Jeffries. or over a decade. Boyer, so Oregon. I think it has been a dozen years, 2009 or something like that. Jeffries. I sometimes Hudson. hear Hakeem and I think they're saying McCarthy. McCarthy. It's like, what? 
And for the people like every single Fox News commentator, except Tucker Carlson from Tucker, that are like, this is an embarrassment that's humiliating, it makes us look terrible, we can't get the good work of the people done if this keeps happening. Like, what do you expect to come out of this Congress? Biden's still the president, Democrats control the Senate. Like, gridlock is beautiful. Right. Like, this is not a bad thing whatsoever. I've been making the argument, and I didn't know this before this week, that until they appoint a speaker, they can't conduct business. So if they can't conduct business, we're saving trillions of dollars. I mean, isn't that a big win for the American people? But what if the government shuts down, Jake? First of all, the majority of the government doesn't shut down. It's an autopilot. It's crazy. In Washington, D.C., there's literally an autopilot for a big, the biggest portion of the budget. So what happens when there's a shutdown? It's like the park system, and they make it as painful as possible. Mm. They put the cones there. They don't even allow you in there. It's like, wait, allow them in there, right? I remember, uh, oh, my God, there's this infamous photo back in the day of the government shutdown, and um, the Republicans were arguing against it, and they go, the Democrats don't come to this. These are things you can't do in the shutdown. And they got a bunch of, like, signs, and it's like your liquor license and blah, blah, and they put – Someone had lakes up there. Jeffries. I was like, I'm pretty sure you can still Jeffries. go on a lake. Yeah, I bet you could. I bet, I bet it was surrounded Jeffries. by agents. Or... Mm-hmm. Well, this, so this is why two bills I introduced last year, one of them in the event of a state government shutdown, because every Republican on earth is so scared of a government shutdown. But I introduced a bill that said, well, the way Wall shut down the entire state and businesses, they couldn't collect any revenue from their customers, Jeffries. and they don't get to go back retroactively Johnson and just charge people for services they never provided. So one of my bills was Carson. if the state government shuts down because we can't agree on a budget, well, then state taxes Carl cease to be collected. Right. And whenever the government reopens, they don't get to go Johnson, back retroactively and collect those taxes, just like businesses Carthy. like you know Lisa Monet, Lisa Hansen. They couldn't go back and say, hey, I was close two months. Why don't you just, you know? pay for a bunch of coffee you never drink. Yeah, it's about the most common sense bill that you can think of, and yet no support for that whatsoever. Uh, I got uh, all the Republicans and tax committee voted for because they would have been morons to not tax. Any co-signers on the bill? Oh, boy, I don't remember. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, let's just put it this way. No big uh, momentum behind that, and it shouldn't just be Republicans. It should be Democrats, Oh, absolutely. Yep. Keating. Jeffries. The next vote would be uh, Paulina Luna. So we're Kelly in the case. Uh, we got to wait to the L's. Jeffries. Luna seems to be pretty strong. I've been Kelly pretty impressed by her. McCarthy. I think she was the one that was getting harassed, Kelly sexually harassed or something like that. She had posted McCarthy. a video of someone falling out, like giving Kana. her crap um, and then bringing up like dirt. Probably not real um, as she's trying to make her way out to a vehicle. <laughs> you got to go check that out. Don't for a second underestimate the lengths that the establishment, the Washington insiders, the special interests will go to to get what they need. And that's Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House. There's a reason they want Kevin McCarthy. There's a reason Fox News is pimping this stuff out because they want the status quo. You know, I wrote this in my email last night. There's no real uh, desire by politicians to solve problems because if you solve problems then what do they get to uh, try to fight to win election right yeah and if you solve a problem actually do something you're going to piss somebody off who doesn't agree with your solution and that creates political uh, pain 
Yeah, I've kind of wondered, do some pro-life groups just not want to solve that issue because, quite frankly, the issue goes away for them? Oh, I went to one of uh, MCCL's meetings in Bloomington and just sat there and attended it, and it was the head of their fundraising. I can't remember the gal's name. But eventually I introduced myself and said, hey, look, you know, you're bashing this Minnesota Right to Life group, but they've had my back for the last 18 months, and you guys haven't done anything. I said, I introduced life of conception legislation. And she, MCCL, told me that they did not support life of conception bills. Really? I said it was, it was too extreme. This really? is like five minutes after she said they support life from conception to natural death. They thought that was too extreme. Yeah. MCCL. You know, they're part of this obnoxious Republican ranks like that goes up to Chairman David Han that literally get the abortion thing completely wrong. And if we have time to break to it, I'll show you the HF1, the Democrats' top priority in this legislative session. And, and they basically, the Democrats, want to protect abortion to the moment of birth. And as we discussed in California, even past birth. And it's absolutely asinine to think that we're the extremists on abortion. Like, killing a 39-week baby that could easily live outside the mother's womb, to think that that's not extreme? I think most people believe that's extreme position, and that's what the Democrats want. That's in their bill. Once again, we're waiting. We're in L, so we're waiting for Paulina Luna of Florida. I'm pretty sure she's Florida. Um, to, to vote. McCarthy. The votes already are six Levin. that are not McCarthy Jeff from the Republican Reese. conference, meaning that he cannot Lou. attain the 218 unless Jeff Democrats Reese. start voting for him. <laughs> oh, if that happens. Well, that's Jeff clearly Reese. not going to happen because he's obviously conceded things to Republicans, so he's not going to concede McCarthy. them to Democrats. Well, yeah. I guess he could concede Lucas. something to some Democrats. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised McCarthy. if he played both sides of the fence, but the, uh, there's, there's Luna right there. That's why they're McCarthy. showing her. She's next. Luna. Jordan. McCarthy. Yeah, it's it's like they have to say something. Yeah, they need to justify it. Yeah. Uh, we had a red on her from yesterday because we don't know how. We think she voted for Donalds on the eleventh uh, ballot, but it was inaudible if she was Control. there, uh, or she went to the uh, uh, speaker's Lynch. desk after, or the clerk's desk afterwards. Next up would be Mary Miller of Mace. Illinois. She's been pretty staunch, Mace. pretty disciplined. McCarthy. Magaziner. Of course, before Jeff we get to Miller, we'll have McCarthy, which will get a Malio big round Talkins. of applause from the GOP McCarthy. conference. Now you kind of understand why the there's this Man. energy in the Republican ranks McCarthy. today. Manning. Jeffries. Massey. McCarthy. Mm. Such a disappointment. Mass. Yeah. Massey. McCarthy. That's too bad. See, Massey's the one that they could have pulled over, right? Jeffries. Yeah, you sure think so. McBath. Jeffries. But on that abortion thing, I got to say this, because even my banker, who's a pretty big lefty, she was saying it's it's kind of nice to see both Republicans and Democrats agreeing that we just we, there's not enough babies being had. And I gave her this look of, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> How could people like AOC go out there? And I've seen it that she's saying McCall. we don't have enough babies when they support McCarthy. the aborting of babies and yeah. i think last McClain. i looked um planned parenthood aborts a thousand McCarthy. babies a day across McClintock. the country i mean it's yeah, absolutely shocked by that mccarthy mccollum jeffries 
McCormick. Waiting for Mary Miller of Illinois. That'd be the next one McGarvey. that you would expect. At this point, I don't think you will expect any new votes McGarvey. against McCarthy. It would seem Jeffries. very unlikely since he's now gaining McGovern. votes. Gaining votes Jeffries. means something McKinley. only emotionally. It means nothing when it comes to actually uh, substance McCarthy. because he has to get 218 Meeks. in as long as five Republicans, Jeffries. and right now they're at six, Menendez. are lockstep against him Jeffries. as Speaker. He cannot attain May. that position unless he gets Democrat votes. Jeffries. Don't see that happening either. Muser. So the big story so far today, McCarthy. I guess, is that people are peeling off of the 20 and i think the reason being is there's been some concession i think we the american here we go so mccarthy it sounds like so ralph norman will be the next one followed by andy olds Virginia. Rosendale, Montana is not McCarthy. likely to vote McCarthy, Miller so there's Meeks. another uh, strong McCarthy. vote, so there'll probably be Mills. seven at least. McCarthy. Paul Goldster did not vote, McCarthy. so they'll follow up with him at the Molinar. end. McCarthy. Mooney, McCarthy. Moore of Alabama, McCarthy. Moore of Utah, McCarthy. Moore of Wisconsin, Jeffries. Moran, McCarthy. Morelli. I'd be very curious Jeffries. right now if the people that Moskowitz. have changed their vote Jeffries. are Moulton. making any kind of Jeffries. statement about it. Mervan. What they got from Jeffries. it. Mullen. I'm guessing Byron Donalds might Jeffries. be the best one to look Murphy. up. Murphy. Murphy. And while we have a little break McCarthy. here, um, I would uh, request Nadler. that you follow us on Twitter, Jeffries. which is, seems to be one of the free speech Napoli platforms Tana. that are out Jeffries. there. And you can go to action Neil. underscore liberty. That's Jeffries. the handle. Nagoose. Jeffries. Nails. McCarthy. Newhouse. McCarthy. Nichols. Yeah, Byron Donald's not tweeting Jeffries. anything about the deal. Norcross. So. Jeffries. Norman. Yeah, I'd be ki I'm kind of curious. So there you go. N Norman, the first one to vote McCarthy and not give a a whole speech about it. So Andy Og, so definitely they've gotten something pretty sub substantive. <laughs> None of Iowa. McCarthy. See, that's what I would be as a constituent demanding to know Old why Monty. you changed your vote. Oh, yeah. There might be we a valid reason, okay? Because in the end, if McCarthy's going to do Jeffries. the right thing, then, okay, Ogles. he'll be the speaker. He's leading in votes. But it, here we go, Ogles. 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 Omar. 
Jeffries. Owens. McCarthy. Pallone. Jeffries. Palmer. So Andy Ogles, for whatever reason, wasn't there to vote. And that could be simply that same reason as um uh who was it goser they're in the back making some deals right now jeffries and it could be not related that at all scott perry would be the next vote followed by matt rosendale chip roy if rosendale and chip roy go mccarthy um that's pretty huge those guys have been pretty staunchly against it you got something to you got a comment to read um there's a couple i could read off here um, Let's wait till McCarthy. after Perry here. Okay. Perez. Jeffries. Perry. McCarthy. Okay, so, and I'm not shocked by that. So, Rosendale and Roy will be the next ones. <laughs> what are the comments? Um, let's see. So, from a little bit ago, um, Gallen Norris. Peter. Says, as has been said, a government in gridlock is a government that can't hurt, hurt the people Jeffries. with bad policy. Yep. Um, but Curtis again says, from what I've seen, McCarthy conceded McCarthy. on the one-member motion to, to vacate. Phillips. Rules Committee seats Jeffries. for the Freedom Caucus, a vote on term limits, Pingree. standalone votes on each of the 12-year appropriation bills, allowing Jeffries. four amendments to be offered slow, by any Slow down lawmaker. there, Bridget. What Oops. was the... Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, you're um, through that one fast. I'm listening, I'm listening to two Jeffries. things right now, so... Oh, I forget because I don't have that in. <laughs> um, allowing for amendments to be offered by any lawmaker and separate votes on each earmarks included in those packages. See, that right there is exactly why Kevin McCarthy is the problem. Jeffries. That you even have to negotiate Ramirez. the ability to offer amendments. That's which, insane to me. Jeffries. Isn't that crazy? I, just, I can't even imagine. That, that is absolutely ridiculous Jeffries. that not anybody can Russian just offer Palmer. an amendment. Does the speaker make that rule, though? Is that like... Rogers of well, it's well, the rules committee, yeah, the rules committee and committee, oh. but they would do the bidding of the speaker. Rogers of Alabama. So we were waiting on uh, Matt Rosendale of Montana and then followed by Chip Roy. Once again, the votes are ready or six. So even if there was okay. one defector from that. Rogers of Kentucky. Rogers of Kentucky. McCarthy. Rosendale. Hearn. Ah! <laughs> Tapping good on the shoulder. <laughs> oh, God. Leave it to Montana to have a decent rep. <laughs> Rouser. Chip Roy will most, McCarthy. I mean, if Chip is Roy Donald, or oh, Whoa. interesting. Wow. That is interesting there. He's been one of the strong ones. So really all that's left is Key Self. And then Victoria Sparks has been, um, has been voting present. So Please. it looks like the vote. Right Jeffries. now is seven 
Seven people who are voting mm, other. Jeffries. Rutherford. McCarthy. And, and we don't have Paul Gosar's Ryan. vote yet, just FYI. So we Jeffries. still have to figure out where Gosar is. And he's one of the stronger Salazar. ones. So Key Self and then Victoria Salazar. Sparks. I got to imagine Sparks, who's been voting present for whatever Salinas. reason, I don't understand that, Jeffries. is going to now vote for Sanchez. McCarthy. It, it makes me think that, like, McCarthy did something to her that she doesn't like. Santos. It, uh, it's like a personal thing. Sarbanes. Jeffries. Scalise. McCarthy. Scanlon. Jeffries. Schakowsky. Jeffries. Schiff. Jeffries. Schneider. Jeffries. Skolton. Jeffries. Schreier. Jeffries. Schweigert. McCarthy. Austin Scott. McCarthy. David Scott. Jeffries. Scott of Virginia. Jeffries. Self. McCarthy. Okay, so it's it's really, depending on Paul Gosar, it's only going to be seven left from the 20. Could be eight if Paul Gosar comes back and votes. See, look at them. They love it. Sessions. McCarthy. I get a little, I, I got to admit, I'm a little mad, Jeffries. but at the same point, I don't know what. Sherman. There must have been something very Jeffries. valuable that they got, and so Cheryl. you can't fault them for that. Jeffries. Yeah, there had to be. I'm Simpson. dying to know what it was if they're peeling off. McCarthy. What? I assume. 10, 15. Slapkin. I assume that's Jeffries. what it is. Maybe they, they just Smith got the Missouri. pressure. And then I have zero respect for those McCarthy. guys. <laughs> well, that could be. Maybe they got absolutely <laughs> nothing. Right. But they just came to the pressure. McCarthy. I mean, right. the pressure is real to just comply, oh, yeah. get in line, do as you're told. Um, it makes you wonder Smith if they, uh, maybe it was more threats Jeffries. than there was anything else. So we're going to primary you. You're not going to be here anymore. Right. McCarthy. Or they're starting to Sorensen. bring up the ish or the, uh, the dirt they got on you, too. So we're going to go public with this stuff. Jeffries, Spanberger. So we're, we're coming up to Victoria Sparks. I've Jeffries. got to imagine she's going to vote McCarthy here. Sparks, McCarthy. Not, not shocked either. But I just don't understand what she's been doing voting present this whole time. It's such a bizarre move. So she technically never voted against McCarthy. She just voted Stanbury. present. So the only thing left here is Paul Gosar didn't vote. And so they'll go back at the end to collect the votes, but McCarthy Stanton. does not have the needed Jeffries. 218 votes. Um, he will now be McCarthy. the lead vote, I would imagine. Um, yeah, 12. Stefanik. Let's see. McCarthy. I think he, it, it all depends on Paul Gosar, McCarthy. but I think he'll be at 213. Stubbe. So it'll be 213 to Jeffries, 212. Stevens. Hearn with three, Jeffries. Jordan with four. The only exception is Paul Gosar. Stewart. So McCarthy could have 214 votes on this one. Strickland. 
Well, we should be talking about the incredible Jeffrey. sign of unity Strong. and the courageousness shown by all these Democrats. And they're, they're in lockstep behind Jeffries. That's just so impressive. Well, <laughs> it's democracy firsthand because democracy is always unanimous, right? Well, I just think it's hilarious when they've got like these Democrats on the cable news network saying, we are all unified. Look at us. It's like you're in the minority. Who cares? Like. Of course, you're all going to vote for the same guy. Well, no, it's not, of course, because once again, two Senate Republicans voted for Bobby Well, we're talking Minnesota Republicans. Like, they're the least reliable politicians on the planet. I know. Yeah, I think the other thing that Fox News, when they've had their meltdowns this week, it's like, oh, this is so embarrassing. And look, the Democrats are unified. This is so bad for us. I'm like, no, it's not. No one's going to think about this next election. Titus. No one's going into the election Jeffries. with this is the talking point. That's the dumbest Khalid. talking point ever because yeah. it doesn't matter to the American Jeffries. people. Honestly, the American people, most American people probably don't even know this is happening. Jeffries. Now, if you're watching this show, you're probably Tonto. some bit of a political junkie, right? Jeffries. So you care, but most Americans Tourism don't care Calabria. about this yeah. stuff. If you want to talk about real political consequences Jeffries. that will be a result of this, it's going to be the establishment primarying these you Tourism. know, half a dozen Republicans. That'll That's be right. the real political consequence. Yes. Trahan, Jeffries. Now, what I think, Mort, um, is on the neck, what's going to happen here is they're going to try to get a follow-up vote. Turner. Even though there's seven, maybe eight with Paul Gosar, people that are holding up McCarthy's. Jeffries. uh, Well, actually, I shouldn't say seven or eight because technically all they need is appeal. At this point, they need to appeal three people off. Van Drew. So... um, I think they're going to force another vote because there's another pressure here. And we see these at conventions all the time, and you'd see them at a legislature. We got videos of this. Um, You don't want to be on that losing side. And the early votes, the the bigs bigs of the world, the Boberts, the the cranes of the world who have voted an opposite way, if they bring up a vote right away, they might want to get that applause and not be... You know, hated by the establishment right now. Wahlberg. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. It'd be the smart thing to do. I don't think yesterday went long, didn't they? They went went six, seven o'clock at night or something. Well, they started with seventh ballot, so yeah, they went five ballots yesterday. Jeffries. Waters. So, what I think is key then, if there still needs to be more concessions by McCarthy, what's key here is that. the Jeffries. seven or eight Republicans need to be together and meeting and, and making sure that, you Webster know, there, there's Florida. some cover and unity. McCarthy. The worst thing for them is to all Winstrup. be sitting in different spots. That's McCarthy. that's where they really get in on you. And I think Webster. you saw that. I think you saw uh, Rosendale after McCarthy. he said, Kevin Webster. Hearn, <laughs> good, good fun, uh, went back to, Wild. I think, the area where there's a bunch Jeffries. of um, – guys that were still voting the Williams right way. Of Georgia. Well, you know, what's interesting is Williams kind of thinking of through this, and I, I, the last four Harvey. years I've been consumed by Minnesota state politics. Williams I have not. Texas. I don't, a lot of these names I don't even recognize, Harvey. but someone like a Matt Gates. Like if Matt Gates wasn't part of this seven people, I bet this wouldn't even be happening at this point. I, agree. I think he Florida. has the political influence to reassure these guys, look, I'll have your back. Jeffries. Maybe McCarthy won't at election time. Because, again, that's Wilson, all these South guys Carolina. care about is the election time. Right. And I know Matt Gates, he obviously has a name to raise McCarthy. some money. And I bet he's promising to help protect Whitman. these people. Yeah, that's an excellent McCarthy. point. It usually comes down to a leader, Walmart. right? Somebody willing to do McCarthy. something. 
Yakum. And that's what's been lacking in the Minnesota McCarthy. legislature for so long, too. Zinke. And I appreciate what you did, Mort. You were McCarthy. a leader. They hated you up at the Capitol, but a lot of things that happened were because of the moves you made. And uh, unfortunately, Democrats had a blue ripple this year. And the reading clerk will now call guys the like Keith, of the Keith Ellison won your district. Not like, the no chance. I know Keith Ellison wins Shakopee. I tell you, it hurts growing up in Shakopee. Yeah. You know, when it was like eight, 9,000 people, and now we're pushing 50,000. Is he Keith Ellison? Yep. Win Shakopee is just is ridiculous. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, if you ran in, in your district as a Republican, it was a losing bet. And that was a, that was a lot of different districts, you know, like Mark Bischowski would have loved to see up the Capitol. Oh, yeah. Keith Ellison won that district. I should get Dawson a All fun right. little video Michelle Levin sent me. All right, so you see McCarthy there. He is now, um, this is the highest Mark. vote count he's had. We're going to wait for uh, Paul Goser. Paul Goser. Virgin. You know, Buck, I've been told, th this actually is a factor. So Buck actually is not present. Patrick Dennis says hi, Mark. Wait, wait. Hey, hey, Patrick. What was that all about? I didn't hear it. Kassar. Jeffries. You're not, you're not on the mic. Can't hear you. Um, we're waiting for Paul Gosar. I don't know why that man. There's, so there's Paul Gosar talking to Matt Gates. And he's by Rosendale. So. He looks stressed. Goldman he looks stressed. Ghosters, I think Ghosters flip in there. Gosar. McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, you could really read that body language. Yeah. So it's really he just. look particularly proud of that vote. <laughs> <laughs> so it's down to seven. So I, I see this playing out one of two ways. The seven are disciplined here, and McCarthy's Hunt. really got to make more concessions. I don't think Gates has ever voted McCarthy. Hunt. Or, um, or the other option is um, the they Leonard do another Fernandez. vote, and the Jeffries. the bigs of the world are and and the, the Boberts cave to the pressure. And that is a real thing. I, I think you guys have to understand it. Always. I'd love to see where everyone is right now. On of my colleagues, I've been I thought Ogle's already voted. He's obviously voting McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy. I'm sorry, I had already counted his vote. I don't know why I did that. So obviously, that's pretty obvious that he was... Uh, I wish we'd go back and watch. Was it Goser? Is that his name? Pain. Yeah. I mean, that was like, if you ever wonder, what does a politician look like the moment Jeffrey. they sell out? Like, that was it right there. <laughs> that body language, the head dropping, and he's staring at the floor, walking away, kicking Presley. rocks. Well, is it a sellout? That's the question. Well, it sure as hell looked like it. It does kind of look, look like, like it. There was no pride in that vote at all. Seminar. Well, yeah, but <laughs> once again, it's a big, this is just a big win for the sense that if he's conceding things, Sanchez doing this whole thing was worthwhile. Jeffries. Yeah, if he got something in return, right. you would think that they would, he would look at, at least have a look of pride. That, I hey, guess that, that's a good point. This. Like this was worth it. Well, maybe Gosar is in that case. You know, he's Trump. circled by a lot of the establishment back there. 
That's why it's important for Gates and Rosendale to buddy up with him, but you could kind of tell the body language it wasn't going to go that way. So right now it's seven. If I'm the establishment, I'm bringing another vote right away. And you're going to, you could peel off people. It it really, this next vote's everything, right? And if, if they don't move a single person on this next vote, McCarthy then is forced to, uh, make more concessions. The other thing that could happen is they could make these final deals um, by the next vote. All right, so we're going to go into about 10 minutes. Here, I'm going to take the heads up. About 10 minutes where we're actually not going to get anything. Uh, they're going to be maneuvering. But the, once again, like we always say, is when we watch these guys. No, keep that screen up there, Dawson, because um, as we watch the plays that they're making, you can kind of learn something here. What I think is critical more is that these people are unified. They're sitting next to each other. If they really want to hold out, they better sit next to each other because you see these establishment folks scheming right now. They're figuring out a way to divide and conquer. So it's really important for them to, you know, like you say, there's there's um, power in the herd, right? Yeah, that's probably a five-chart column right there. <laughs> Five-column analysis Five that guy's holding. Analysis. But okay, who do we pick off next year? Who's the closest to coming aboard? Yeah, I don't think for a second that these uh, well-experienced Washington insiders don't have every little bit of detail down right now. In fact, you're just seeing the stuff out there that we can look at. There's there's Norman going over and congratulating McCarthy. Yeah, you earned my vote. <laughs> um, I'd love to hear that conversation. Um, yeah, they've got all the details on these guys, and there's the there's people in the back room, the war room, that know there's still some work to be done. And, of course, they're using Tom Emmer, the majority whip, to get these votes. I don't want to be mean-spirited towards the guys that just flipped their vote. I, I respect and appreciate the 20 people, even if they've now changed their vote, because I believe they've gotten something for it, and it was worthwhile. This whole thing was worthwhile, right? Um, I don't know Kevin McCarthy enough to say that he will definitely be a bad Speaker of the House. What I will say is, if this didn't happen, he for sure would have been a bad Speaker of the House. The fact he has to concede anything suggests this was worthwhile. He would have been not doing that. So I think at this point, it's already a massive win. And so the seven are probably just waiting to get a bigger, better deal. And Matt Gates will probably just never vote for McCarthy. And I agree. You, there's no... There's no chance on earth you would have ever voted for Kurt Dowd if he was uh, running for speaker. Right, so no. there is a chance that you just say, no, this guy is that bad. I have no idea if Kevin McCarthy is as bad as like a Kurt Dowd of the world. But um, Gates certainly seems to believe that. Yeah, well, I think you know your point is that there's there's value in raking these guys over the coals when they're doing things that they're, their constituents, if they knew about it, which is half the battle, just keeping people informed, which is well, what my priority was at the Capitol. Um, but someone like a Senate, Senator Eric Pratt, you know, he had a primary challenger. He loses the endorsement to Natalie Barnes. Like, even though Natalie didn't win at the end of the day, there's still a lesson that's being learned, even though that ultimately it was a loss for that grassroots candidate. But I'd be willing to bet Eric Pratt will vote a lot better this time around, probably mostly because he's in the minority. Yeah, because he's in the minority. He's like, yeah, you'll vote now. Well, actually him, I, he might not. It'd be interesting. Yeah, he's the be. kind of guy. He's, I mean, he's basically a Democrat. Like, well, after that endorsing convention, he loses on the first ballot. I think he knows. He should know 
that his delegates are not going to tolerate uh, his continued behavior. So, yeah, uh, not that I have you know crazy high hopes that he's going to become some rock star liberty guy at the Capitol. He should run um, for Congress. That's what he should do. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a he'd be a reliable McCarthy vote. <laughs> right. One wonders uh, where. Um, Tyler Kisner would have been on this one. I was thinking that on the way over here. And, of course, I, I hope he would be in that five, but I'm not so sure. I'm not I know so he sure was either. pretty tight with Emmer, and I'm sure Emmer would probably have swung him over. Sometimes it's like guys like Kisner. I like Kisner a lot. Um, yeah, I've had too. very limited experience and engagements with him, but they've all have been very pleasant. And, of course, he endorsed you, which was not an easy thing to do. We even chatted about how he took some arrows for that. Mm -hmm in the Republican ranks, but, um, you know, I, I appreciate the, appreciate the guy. And when they lose, well, remember what I said to you in 2018, when you lost, do you remember on election night? Cause you, you had won the endorsement, you won the primary red wave or blue wave happens. No Republicans were winning that election in the Metro area. And do you remember what I said to you that night? I said, well, good. Now we can be buddies because, you know, like Mort and I hit things off right away because we're both into winter camping. Like, There's not a lot of winter campers out there. No. So I was like, this is a guy I'd hang out with all the time in the wilderness. But once you become a legislator, you might be bad. And if you're bad, we're not buddies anymore. Yeah, you know? it's just a bad practice to be friends with politicians. Just exactly. Don't do, don't do that. <laughs> good thing you never became a politician. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I always make this uh, – this this distinguishment or a distinguish between a statesman and a politician a politician is someone who makes politically calculated decisions you clearly didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> I, I tend to agree with that i mean all these guys are all, the, all they're fearful of is losing an election and that's i think it's pretty clear i didn't operate out of fear of not getting elected right so they are busy at work they're smelling blood in the water they are realizing that they are so close they just need to pick off a handful of people, Andy Biggs, Lauren Boebert, Eli Crane, Andy Harris, uh, Matt and Matt Rosendale. Those are the people, uh, and Gates, and Bob Good. I'm sorry. I don't know why I ran right over those. I am not seeing them show any of those people, which to me suggests C-SPAN's camera guys are idiots, or they're in a different room. There's... Uh, there's Biggs and G Gates, so I guess, and then Bobert looks like it's hmm. on, uh, on the, to the left of Gates. So there's three of them right there. Um, so. The other thing that could be happening is there is a um, bunch right now trying to make deals in the back room. Um, but if I am these guys, I am lockstep together, lockstep together with each one. Yeah, it's good to see those three sitting there together. So yeah, but the look the on his face ma makes it seem like this is maybe a done deal. Whose face? Uh, Gates. Yeah. Seems like he's just. In unless the other read is, see now they pulled Biggs away. See that? See see what just happened? Let's get Biggs out of there. All right, now it's those two. It's like the C-SPAN camera operators know what's going on, too, right? All right, now let's zoom in because it's only two of them. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, no one's going to work on Matt Gates. Eventually, when you become a guy like Gates, it's obviously the Democrats. We see a mask over there. When you become a guy like Matt Gates, 
which I'm not saying you guys are aligned ideolog ideologically because I don't know Matt Gates' record more, but I think he operates a little bit in the way you do, and they just realize they're not going to move you, so they stop working on you. Like, yeah, for some reason, lobbyists just never reached out to me. Yeah, like, I don't think I you ever said <laughs> lobbyists can't come to your office, right? You didn't say that, did you? They just naturally, they they just naturally didn't do it. Out, so. There's Eli Crane, and you got Morgan Luttrell talking to him. Ooh, what's that fist bump oh, for? Oh, yeah. That's Biggs. Yeah, so Biggs went back. So maybe that was the move is to go sit with Eli Crane. I really would love to know Morgan Luttrell. That's a guy I got a lot of respect for. That's the brother of Marcus Luttrell. Oh, there's Tom Emmer coming over. And then why would you take the camera? Who cares the crap about Marjorie Taylor Greene? She's shown her irrelevance here. Go back to Tom Emmer, the majority whip, going and talking to Eli Crane and Andy Biggs. Come on, C-SPAN, let's go. Oh, should have sent you there, Dawson. Get, get live coverage. I've had to, one of my previous jobs was working for um, a football team, so I had to record football games. And so this feels like very similar to what they yeah. would have to do here. There's Steve Scalise talking to Rosendale. Doesn't look like Rosendale's come mm, yeah. on board yet. He's pretty bold. Seriously, if, you, if you're a legislator from Montana, you better be up there. There's Scalise now talking to Biggs and Crane. Crane doesn't seem like he's budging. <laughs> yeah, learned about Eli Crane. There's them counting the votes, what they're where they're at. They're only they only need to move right now three people. And so if we're looking at body language, this isn't a science, although there is a science behind body language. It doesn't look like Rosendale, Biggs, Bobert, uh, Eli Crane or uh, Matt Gates are moving, which would still hold up this vote. There's Scalise talking to him. I don't know who that is talking in front. Uh, he's alone now. That is key. So Biggs is no longer sitting next to him. Rosendale's behind him. You see, Rosendale's got a guy talking to him. Scalise is sitting next to him. I sent a video to Dawson. It's a 10 second video. You got it, Dawson? Go ahead and pop it up. <laughs> I need to get my headphones back on, then I gotta hit the road here. This was sent to me yesterday by Michelle Even. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think you will too. We love Michelle. Gotta get her on the show. I have no idea what this video is. Oh, good. I was wondering if she sent it to you. No. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not in the inner circle anymore. Jeez, Michelle. Oh, I know what it is. Even you know what it is, huh? Yeah, I talked to her yesterday. I didn't see the video, but she told me. Oh, oh my God. She? Yeah. <laughs> Who, I, I'm no. I'm a nobody now. I, I would say they're going to either. Okay, let's see. Oh, that looks like Tabkey there. Slime I just had to take your picture that you're down here. It's amazing how you actually scammed your way back into a legislative seat, Brad. Well done. <laughs> uh, nobody does what Michelle's willing to do. 
Yeah, no one does. Uh, well, he doesn't care if he scammed his way back. That guy's such a sleazebag. Yeah, he is. Unbelievable. The fact that guys like that can even win. Well, I got ice fishing uh, calling my name here. Well, I appreciate you. We're going to stay live, uh, and we'll have Bridget read comments until we uh, do that. Let's get back there. So that's Rosendale talking to some of the establishment. I appreciate you joining us, Mort. I know this is a long podcast, but I think what we're going to see here is if they can't whip these votes, they're either going to try one more vote to get the pressure going, or uh, um, and then and then what they'll do is they'll adjourn at some point, and they might adjourn till tonight. You know, it's also that's another thing. Don't forget when they're staring down like a weekend, that that's pressure on a legislator. So we appreciate you very much joining us, Mort. Good luck fishing. Catch one. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> All right, so there's Rosendale still chatting with everybody. Crane by himself. Lots of commotion. It's a lot easier when there's only seven. And remember, they only need the, uh, the and there's Zinke coming over. So we got the we got the Western guys. Watch these guys got the Tridents, Navy Seals. How many Navy oh, cool. SEALs are there in the le in the Congress? Four or something like that? That's a bunch. <laughs> For some reason, the SEALs like Crane. Is he, what is Eli Crane's background? I literally do not know this. Why don't you read a comment here as I'm looking this up? Yeah. Because I'm curious why all the guys that are Navy SEALs. Is this a tactic to get the Navy SEALs? They're the most intimidating guys? Because Morgan Luttrell was over there. I don't know who those guys are. Oh, well, Zinke is, right? Go ahead. Um, kind of there was a comment earlier from Mark Anderson, and he says that he introduced the amendment to repeal Minsher in the GOP House minor or majority leadership, got upset with him, and he cannot imagine being denied the opportunity to offer amendments. Uh, who, who did that? Mark Anderson. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Mark is serving legislature. Now they're talking to Gates. Eli Crane was a Navy SEAL. That is exactly why that's happening. Crane served in the United States Navy SEALs and co-founded Bottle Breacher, a company that manufactures bottle openers made of 50 caliber shell casings. Ew, I didn't know that. Boy, I got to learn more about these guys. Um, really liking this Crane guy. <laughs> and he's brand spanking new. This is a, he's, a, he's a member elect. He's not even a, a representative yet. It says assumed office January 3rd of 2023. He actually hasn't assumed office yet. They have not sworn in. Eli Crane. So that's why Zinke is talking to him, right? So um, Ryan Zinke, uh, former uh, Secretary of the Interior, um, also a member of the Montana delegation, which I think they only have two uh, representatives, although they're probably getting a lot more people now in Montana, so... I don't know if they picked up an electoral vo vote or not. Um, and um, yeah, Zinke was a Navy SEAL, so I'm just going to Google this real quick. How many Navy SEALs are in Congress? Because my count right now is there's at least five. That's cool. Here are the five SEALs running for Congress. Bra Brady Duke, Derek Van Orden, Eli Crane, Morgan Luttrell, Ryan Zinke. Are they all new? Well, obviously, uh, uh, no, not all of them are new. Oh. Zinke obviously was, you know, has been around watching. He was the 
uh, I think he was a congressman, then he became the uh, Secretary of Interior. Oh, yeah, you said. So th those were people running. I'm curious how many are actually in, though. What's that? Oh, he's got a phone yeah, call, it looks fun. like. Hey, does Morph forget about his 1 o'clock meeting? <laughs> That's so funny, Mort. <laughs> Mort! Hey, Mort! Let him know about his 1 o'clock meeting. Oh, is that canceled now? That's the thing about Morris. He just does what he wants to I do. Know. <laughs> I know. He's going to meet someone here at 1 o'clock, so. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's been canceled. To be fair, ice fishing sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. Do you ice fish, Dawson? Yeah, um, when I was younger, yeah. I, j I have no time now. I'd love yeah. to, but just don't get the chance. Oh, I haven't told you about my idea. Oh, I totally forgot about this. So I have all, you know, all those fresh ideas as we started January 1st about things to do with the studio. Yep. One of them is uh, ice fishing interviews. So I actually bring you out on the ice and we're going to fish as I'm talking to some people. Mm -hmm. Maybe That'd we'll have cool. a more clever name than ice fishing interviews, although it doesn't sound terrible. Mm -mm. Right? That sounds fun. There you go. Well, even, look, Bridget says it's fun. So she'll even I'll be out, out there. <laughs> I'll talk a little more if I'm out in the ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna make... It it sounds like an iceberg, like those you, that YouTube trend of like the this person iceberg. You can make a joke out of that. I don't know what your joke is out of that, but I know what you're talking about that meme. Mm -hmm. Like for your title. Ah, oh. uh, I see. Um, all right, Bridget, let's read some more comments here. We're still waiting. Um, this one was directed to Mort, but I'm sure you can answer this. Um, so it says, "What was your what were your thoughts on the events at State in St. Cloud? Does the Minnesota GOP leadership have any integrity?" Or our best interests, which I think you could answer probably pretty well. Do does does the Minnesota GOP have any integrity? I mean, or are they just going to throw softballs? Are they just going <laughs> to throw these softballs at me here? Like, <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah. But you know, the MN GOP is interesting. When you say the MN GOP, what are you referring to? David Han, the leadership team? No, th these guys are sellouts. These guys are pro-establishment. You know, they're adversaries to us. They don't need to be adversaries because, quite frankly, we agree with the Republican Party platform. They don't. Mm -hmm. They're the Kevin McCarthy types of the world. But the MNGOP is full of delegates, and there's lots of really good delegates there. And there's, uh, they're also full of BPOU leaders, they call them, leaders of local parties. And some of those people are really good. So when you say the GOP, it, it, it's hard to describe what that is. So I'd really have to look at what exactly. Well, actually, he did say, does the Minnesota GOP leadership? Have any integrity. Well, and if you're just referring to like the, the leadership. Yeah, yeah. I guess like the top yeah, guys. I mean, like they're led by a really, uh, I, I consider him just a bad man at this time. Yeah. yeah, and it's ridiculous that they even reelected David Hand, although he didn't really have any competition. But they reelected the guy, and he's he's a big loser. Like they lost everything. So why would you get reelected if you lost everything? And this guy spit on the grassroots. Sky has not intervened in conventions that were run poorly by other leadership, bad leadership. Uh, sends out talking points completely undermining the pro-life movement. So there's good and uh, Gates talking. 
I mean, obviously stuff are happening here. I, I don't know who can carry forward the uh, message for the establishment and what they're willing to uh, give these guys. I don't know why I can't just find it on Google how many seals are in Congress. I can find how many were running. Maybe if I type in Navy SEAL Congressman. I mean, Dan Crenshaw, obviously everyone knows him. Well, it seems like that other guy. I just don't know who that guy is. And we don't, we're not obviously Washington, D.C. insiders, so we just don't know a lot of these guys. There's um, Biggs and uh, Emmer talking. Once again, Tom Emmer of Congressional District 6 in Minnesota. He is the majority whip. His job to go whip those votes. Kevin McCarthy. Let's read some more comments here, Bridget. Um, we have one from Rumble. Billy says, keep an eye on the Supreme Court and the Brunson case today, too. I don't know much uh, about that. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, how do we keep an eye on it? You know, they don't, are, they, are they teasing that they're going to release something? I don't know the story. I don't know. Of course, why would we know the story? This is the big news story yeah. politically. U.S. Supreme Court. Sonomayor felt shocked after U.S. Supreme Court abortion decision. Oh, that's old news. What? Are you able to ask what he's referring to? I'm, I'm just really in the dark on this one. I can ask him. Yeah. See something about clean water rules. Hmm. Yeah, usually they take some a while to release a decision and they don't really let you know when they're going to do that and if there's a hearing today well it's moot because it's not like it's public so we don't know how that goes i guess actually dawson i'm actually logged in as somebody else dawson you want to type ask him what he's referring to on Rumble. well you know what he's listening you don't need to type what, oh, that's why, true. If he's why are we doing that let's act like we know what's going well, on that here. was an hour ago so he may not be listening oh, okay well then it's why, why are we answering it <laughs> Because he asked. If we don't have retention, <laughs> uh, you don't get you don't get the luxury of the response. <laughs> who who was that again? Um, it was just it, the name was Billy Twenty Two on Billy Rumble. Billy Twenty Two. Uh, just clarify what you're referring to. We're just a little bit in the dark on that. Who is the guy with the beard? I have wondered beard. that same question. Talking about this, uh, he's not he was on, just the on the screen right before. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten to know the personalities a lot more. And, of course, this is the 118th Congress. We don't know a lot of these personalities because they're new. Oh, but yeah. we've gotten to learn a lot of new personalities because of this battle. We don't spend much time worrying about U.S. Congress because of the very reason that we're here today is it's just usually routine. It's the same old stuff. It's the status quo. They spend money we don't have. And so this is actually shaking things up. And so it's forcing us to actually care and pay attention to the U.S. Congress. And the way I look at it is it's already a win because I, I, I believe there's been some concessions to get those 
13 people. Nope, not 13. Yeah, 13 people to come Kevin McCarthy's way. Sip here. It is interesting how someone like Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene are so supportive of McCarthy. Like, they just want to get it done. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, Jim Jordan, you can understand his uh, point. Like, he's going to be the head of the Judiciary Committee. Oh, That's exciting. Oh. So yeah. he's like, ah, I want to get cracking. I want to get moving on this stuff. I want to investigate the Biden. That's true. That is what Marjorie Taylor keeps saying, too. Yeah. Well, I know, but that's such a dumb talking point. Hers is like, well, Kevin McCarthy has decided or will let us investigate the Bidens. Like any Republican yeah. really is that's going to win is going to let you do that. It'd be suicide if they stopped that from happening. There's so many tactics that could be used here. They say McCarthy picks up 14 GOP votes. And, okay, and the reason I said 13 there was because uh, there was a present vote from uh, Victoria Sparts who then jumped and went to McCarthy. So it wasn't a number that detract from the alternative of McCarthy. It was just someone that went from present back to McCarthy. And for whatever reason, I don't know what, what Victoria Sparts' play was on that. It was bizarre. I didn't realize the same scenario played out. I was listening to, I think, Michael Knowles, and he said in 2015, he's like, I don't know why people are shocked about this. The exact same thing with the exact same person what, what played, played out. out. This whole, like, taking forever to get a speaker, and it was with Kevin McCarthy. No, this has never happened. This is. I don't know what he was re he was referring to this, though. Maybe that internally into the conference there was some hmm. issues, but, yeah, this hasn't happened. This hasn't happened since 1923, as I was saying to someone. Dang. Um, this is we have never been able to watch this before because it, there wasn't TV. Oh, when this yeah, happened. that's true. In fact, I was thinking about this. I don't think anyone living has actually watched this happen before. And the reason being is it's it's 100 years ago, right? So a baby's not on the U.S. House floor 100 years ago. So you'd imagine anyone who's on the House floor is probably at least 20. Yeah. So that means... You would have to have someone that's 120 years old. There's only a handful of people that old. And they would, the likelihood that they were in the U.S. Congress that day is rare. So yeah. literally no one living today on earth has actually watched this. Did you say 120 years old? Well, I'm just saying that. I'm if, pretty sure. No, on the news I saw, I think it was in the U.S. The oldest lady, maybe the oldest lady in the U.S., 115, just passed away. Okay. So well, then there's even not, if literally live at 120. So then, in other words, if this happened 100 years ago, it basically happened 99 years yeah. ago because I think it was like in December or something like that of 2023. But let's just use 100. Uh, if the oldest person is 115 that just passed away, that means um, she would have been 15 years old on the U.S. House floor, right? Mm -hmm. why, why would she have been on the U.S. House yeah, floor at 15? That wouldn't even make sense, right? Like... I don't think you could there's not like high school interns up there right unless washington dc's got a program or some virginia school's got a program so that'd be it it'd be like some like high school intern why would a 15 year old i guess i guess it could be a family member going there nathan says maxine waters and pelosi were there <laughs> 
Oh, man. They probably were. They probably were. <laughs> oh, they are dinosaurs for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go on a limb and say no one living today has ever seen this play out because there was no TV. And so you actually, if you watched it play out, you would have had to been on the floor. And then the only time it's gone this long, the last time it's gone this long, it was in 1859, I believe. It was right before Jeez. the Civil War. So you're just not... It's just this yeah. is historic. That's why we've done what four days of the Truth Hurts show in a row. Like this is huge. And once again, a great play. Fox News has got this thing so wrong. Because what's going to happen is that we're going to get better deals in the U.S. Congress. Congress is broken. So the people that are hating on the gauges of the world for doing this. Literally say, no, oh, everything's fine up here. Let's just bring up the same old guy. No changes. You're obstructionist. It's like, oh, I think we better take a week to sort this out. Somebody on Rumble says, bring back Doug Collins so, as speaker. He left Congress to campaign as governor and lost. He fought like a bear for Trump and would make a great speaker. But I don't know who Doug Collins is. That name sounds familiar. I can't think of that. I mean, literally, the best name I've heard out there is Trump. How great would that be? That'd be so funny, right? I mean, it'd just be. This is why I was such a big fan of Donald Trump running for office, and I, I was not a big fan of him because, quite frankly, he was a Democrat. He's he's a mod. He more aligns obviously with the Republican Party these days, but he's not like some strong conservative. Clearly, he voted for all those big spending bills, or sorry, signed all those. Big spending bills. There will be a 13th round of voting for speaker. Some news on what might happen if there Turn is up. Olivia Beavers of Politico reporting via Twitter that it would be James Comer of Kentucky who would nominate Kevin McCarthy as speaker in the next round. James Comer, who is set to be the chairman of the Oversight Committee, the I mean, lead ooh, big news story. James Comer, Capitol like no one Hill. cares. Uh, and uh, again. So we're we'll going to get the official tally here. But I do agree with them. It's probably going to go to another round. Let's turn up the volume. We're going to have Kevin McCarthy in that announcement. Round. 14 votes moving in his favor. We're waiting, though, for the official tally from the clerk. You're watching live coverage on C-SPAN. We don't know what's going to happen here, but it does sound like there's going to be a 13th vote, a 13th ballot. I'm, I'm actually operating our uh, spreadsheet today, so I'm going to go ahead and make sure this gets updated. Just for historic purposes, right? So the big question is, have they finally, has McCarthy finally given what these people want? You know, 
I would imagine the establishment doesn't want to make any more concessions. They figure they could work these guys over. These are these are the top tier politicians, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> they are the best political maneuvers on the planet. So what they're doing is they're putting the screws to those people. We've shown you they want to divide and conquer. That's one of their tactics. Make sure these guys get separated. It's very important that those guys sit as a block together. In the case of Eli Crane, he's got a bunch of his former, or, uh, uh, you know, buddy Navy SEALs coming over trying to work with them. You know, there's, and, you know, as a guy that was in the military, there's a code. There's a, uh, there's a brotherhood. And without knowing the deals, I'd, I'd argue that the, uh, the Brotherhood has probably been on the wrong side because the majority of them are not. Uh, I mean, you got guys like Dan Crenshaw, which, my God, like, how do you look at this guy and not say this guy's just terrible, calling these guys terrorists and enemies? Like, that's a ridiculous statement. Was he referring to the Republicans that wouldn't vote for McCarthy? Correct. That's so crazy. Uh, of note, Jake Tapper of CNN reporting that Democratic Congressman David Trone of Maryland has returned to the House. He missed uh, that 12th ballot for Speaker, uh, and uh, Democrats saying this will bring the number needed to win uh, up by one for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, the number needed to win officially 200. That's that's actually an important we'll uh, detail Trone there. Does, in fact, vote in the next round, or if there is in fact a 13th round of voting. Uh, it all will happen after the House clerk makes the 12th round At tally point, official, and we'll see. They could really uh, just go to the Democrats and say, hey, don't show do. up. There could be like, a motion for adjournment. There could be a push for a 13th we'll round. Well, if Democrats don't show up, then it's giving McCarthy the vote. So their incentive would be that they got something from it, right? Right. Or they just want to go home. <laughs> I think these Democrats want to see this painful process continue on there is another thing here though the democrats are afraid the deals that get cut meaning they're in opposition to some common sense reforms and so they are like well geez let's let's uh sink this thing right now or let's get this thing across the finish line so that the conservatives don't get more of a deal when oh, mccarthy might have cut that deal with them too like hey guys listen i'm gonna i'm gonna have to give them these bad things you know that's very possible he goes over to Democrats, listen, I'm about to give him these things. You guys can also vote president. Because, you know, McCarthy wants to win without these guys having to concede to these guys. He's obviously had to concede a lot already. So we assume either that or it's the other side he's threatening. Don't for a second think that doesn't happen. Yeah, it seems more likely to try to appeal to the ones that are not conceding to go to the opposing team. Yeah. I do sometimes wonder how much the majority party controls the clerk here, or is it they're really at the mercy of when this person speaks? Because they might need another five minutes, you know? Here we go. And so what they were referring to as the strength was at 432, which meant that the actual winner would just need 217 votes. Um, Ken Buck has the apparently not been there, there today. 
And so there's a Democrat that wasn't as well. Cast is 431. No, I'm wrong. 431. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 213. And he needed 217. If there's four, a strength of 431, he needs 217. That number will probably go back up, though, here. But that is significant. So right now he's four away. And this is the first time McCarthy has led. The Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 211. Jim Jordan of the state of Ohio has received four. The Honorable Kevin Hearn of the state of Oklahoma has received three. No applause whatsoever. No member elect having received a majority of the votes cast, the speaker has not been elected. For what purpose does the gentleman from Kentucky rise? I rise on behalf of the Republican Party to nominate Kevin McCarthy for All speaker. All right, so we do have a 13th ballot, Congress. and this will be everything. We, we don't know how it's going to go. You would hope. We've, I think we've laid out the scenarios that we think could be it. Um, there's been enough concessions now where it gets enough members over. For the past two years. That's one, one option. Another option is they've done nothing and they just want the pressure up. Any and that's very possible that they put enough body. pressure on these holdouts Americans are facing historic um, by just, you know, skyrocketing you, energy can't, costs, you can't ignore the, the fact that when you're standing history, out and you're against a big swath of people going in an opposite direction, it's tough to resist that. So that no could be another route. Oversight. And another route is There's no they went, reached over and got the Democrats, or the Democrats House, did this organically, saying, well, we don't want any concessions to these far-right members. And so they're that. like, all right, let's just not have a certain faction Oversight of our people of our vote. Tax so that's another possible. So those are big three things I could see. The other thing that could happen is those seven are really strongly against McCarthy, and this ballot won't a make a difference. And fraud in the unemployment insurance at this point and we're going to not cover every um ballot We've i think what you're going to see is a speaker of the house of today of that's what i'm thinking is going to happen stimulus money we'll know a lot after this next vote um but yet there has not been a i don't see them adjourning in the house I don't see that happening and right now it's important this. to note that the number is 217 the even if this democrat who's gone today comes We've back that's four that's 431 so it'd go up to 432 the there majority is 217 Under so the Biden, threshold is much smaller right now the border patrol has become the so uh committee. with with the threshold of 217 mccarthy only needs four more votes Law enforcement and ken buck who's been a reliable vote state. isn't isn't there but if he comes back then it it actually moves it up to 218 needed so um so right now mccarthy's four votes away from getting the speakership in our great nation and there's seven that have seven that have um 
been strongly against them. In other words, all they need is four, four of these members to not buckle, so to speak. And when you look at the list, Matt Gates, Andy Biggs, Lauren Boebert. How many Americans were left behind? Andy Harris, Bob Good. I mean, boy, McCarthy would have have given a lot to get those guys over. Let's go to read some more comments here. I don't think we're going to learn anything from the speech. I'm going to take these headsets off. Um, We mostly just have True Liberty put a link in there. What did True Liberty link to? It's a link to a bunch of memes with. Why why do I even ask that question? What did True Liberty (laughs) do? Of course he put in a bunch of memes. Yeah. I don't know. It's not. Do you know you just made his day by saying, hey, True Liberty put a bunch of memes in the (laughs) comment section. (laughs) If True True Liberty, if you are watching, I want to know what you would be doing on the House floor right now. Okay? That's my question. We want to know if you are True Liberty. Or if you're more True Liberty than uh, (laughs) Thomas Massey, so to speak. The other thing that's going to be interesting is who gives a crap what James Comer says and who gives a crap about whoever's endorsing um, Hakeem Jeffries. What's really going to be fascinating is what is Matt Gates going to do here? You, you think know? he'd change? I can't imagine he'd change. Well, there's there's a chance they don't nominate anyone. Or they nominate one person. They all coalesce behind one person. Or they nominate nothing. No one. And they just, you know, I always thought about, like, if I was ever a congressman, obviously I'm not going to vote for these establishment hacks. I would at least just vote for someone else. You know, I wouldn't vote for that person worst case you just vote present but yeah you vote for someone you believe in and unfortunately in the u.s congress that might have to be yourself <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> i always I thought know. like would i just vote for myself because i don't know if has I trust anyone any. done that in this yet? well clearly donald's has done it oh he did byron donald's has voted for himself now oh, he okay. was nominated byron donald's might be the only guy who's actually voted for himself now that i think about it because jim jordan and kevin hearn have not uh split ranks at all it's amazing it's one o'clock already i know is our one o'clock not happening no idea i i have not heard question from mark. anybody okay. Yeah. okay we have one youtube comment and they say i hope this keeps up i don't want mccarthy as speaker as long as it takes yeah i i will I will have to say this. It looks like McCarthy will be speaker, okay? You know, having 20 against you is a big, important thing. He needs four more votes. That should be very achievable by either working with the Democrats, the pressure on the holdout Republicans, or by conceding. And let's just hope and pray that Kevin McCarthy concedes more to these conservatives. He's had to concede at this point something of relevance and it's it's a shame that we don't know what that deal is um and i I would imagine that it's just the news is slow to come it's the right of the american people to know what that deal is right it's important stuff but uh at this point we couldn't if anyone's got it i mean i'm trying to do this on the fly obviously we're running a studio so we just need a guy that can surf the web on our show (laughs) we don't have that so unfortunately if you guys have the chance to find out where this deal is located please let us know Speaking of other fun news, Rumble actually is coming out with a big update that's um, attacking uh, censorship even further. So, so what, what, do you, what do you know about that? I don't know. Absolutely nothing. Oh, nothing. But there have been rumors spreading around that, or 
right now there's a Rumble video going on with the CEO, and he's talking about it. I'll have to look into that after this. Gotcha. Have we cleared all comments at this point? Mm. Yeah. I think so. Well, have you have you read some of the Rumble live chats? I've got some oh, of Oh, I stick uh, on the comments. I um, always forget there's two places. To yeah, I don't know why Rumble does that. It's very weird. Um, Jackadine says, bring back Doug Collins as speaker. He left Congress. Oh, uh, we did talk about that. Yeah, I did read that. You did read that one? Yeah. McCarthy will win with the illusion that they're... Okay, Mark 2112. McCarthy will win with the illusion that there was a chance he wouldn't. I mean, at this point, I don't... There is a chance that these seven, and really all it needs to be four, but seven, stay disciplined, won't vote for McCarthy at all. Matt Gates has made that statement that he won't. Um, then, yes, the Republican conference is going to have to find another person, right? I'm surprised. Like, why wouldn't Democrats just not vote? Like, don't they want him? It seems like it would be easy for them just to be like, okay, certain number of us aren't going to vote, and then but, it's done. But then they get McCarthy. That's the Yeah, but don't they kind of want him? I mean, you. I can't imagine uh, they would at all want a Republican, um, someone in leader. Well, that's a good question. I don't know how to answer that. There's certainly Republicans I think they would like better. Maybe they think McCarthy's bad. I don't know. Maybe maybe they wouldn't do it because McCarthy is too. Uh, it, it would be bad for them with their constituents. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like oh, imagine yeah. the, there's establishment Republicans and they really don't dislike Pelosi, but they would be raked over the coals if they did that with Pelosi. So. Hmm. Do you want to come on? You want to come on? Doesn't want to come on set. Okay. So after the Democrats get done speaking, we'll learn a lot here on if Matt Gates or somebody else is going to nominate someone. If they don't, it could be a deal that's been struck. Um, or it's they just don't want to nominate someone. They're just going to um, vote for someone else. Once again, you don't have to nominate someone. You could literally vote for anyone. True Liberty answered your question. He said, what do you think I'd be doing if I were on the House floor right now? No. Trolling, running for speaker, cocaine, all of the above. You have to choose. Keep it PG rated. <laughs> all the above. <laughs> trolling is for sure. He would definitely be trolling. He is the king of trolling. No, he's not. Who is? Uh, I think at this point that title's got to go to um, Elon Musk. Oh, okay. Well, but Mike Malice, the Michael local Malice king of might, trolling. Michael Malice might deserve a lot of credit for that. It might might deserve that title, but of course Elon Musk is just. Oh, I know. You know, it's so funny that. We're at a spot where our former president and 
the wealthiest men on the planet are the best trolls. <laughs> I know. They yeah, do have the true. money to troll. That's that's a fair point. If you got just an ungodly amount of money, like what is wealth even to Elon Musk, right? It's not like he's got. You know, it's just funny that old Scrooge McDuck, the uh, not Scrooge McDuck. Well, that was his name. Um, how was that show called? Ducktales. Ducktales. It was Scrooge McDuck, isn't that his name? Yeah, that's the uncle. Yeah, and he had that big tower with coins, gold coins. You assume they were. Yep. That's not what wealthy people do. They don't have stacks of cash mm-hmm. sitting around. It's all like Elon Musk's wealth is not realized. I mean, I don't think he's making a dime from Twitter. It's not like Twitter's even paying him a salary, right? So, so it's all equity, right? Until he actually sells stocks, which he did, and paid the largest tax bill ever, and then dumps that money into buying Twitter, so it's just an equity. What is wealth to these guys, right? So, yes, if you just don't have to worry about the, the bare necessities, why not? Could you imagine? I can't even imagine that. Well, I always wonder is what would motivate Kevin McCarthy to keep his promises or his deals that he strikes people? Like, That's a fair point. Yeah, because when Moore was talking about potentially doing that, you know, if we had the majority here, I was like, well, what's going to make Kurt out if it was Kurt? Mm-hmm. follow through with any of these promises right yeah these promises promises from a politician yeah aren't that important because what the worst they can probably face is backlash yeah and if they exactly. don't care about who's backlashing them then doesn't matter i guess the question is does he lose the ability to lead the caucus be, or the conference they call it out there because he made these deals and then he backed out on it how many of these 200 mm-hmm. 200 lemmings I'll call them that, but I shouldn't call them all that because there's various reasons why they're choosing McCarthy in those early votes. But how many of them are irate because he broke those promises? Yeah. And is it even a majority? That's the question. You know, you would assume that Thomas Massey's of the world would be like, well, you made these deals. You should keep them. Right. But you also could think the Dan Crenshaw's who cares what deal they made. Those those guys were terrorists. I know. Dan Crenshaw should be the biggest loser from this thing. My God course he won't v- value it that way because he's gotten the good graces of the establishment they'll probably get his good assignments from it all right let's turn up the volume we'll learn something right here about what they do and then we're gonna stop our live coverage after if if the vote gets held up here the reading clerk will call the roll okay so either like we said since they're not nominating someone, that just means that either the bigs of the world are gonna um, they're gonna they're gonna vote uh, for somebody without nomination, which they can, or they've come to some kind of deal. I would imagine if there's a deal, Gates and maybe Bobert, but Gates for sure is the only one that doesn't Adams. vote for McCarthy. Jeffrey. So we'll learn right away with Biggs. If Adam Biggs Holt. doesn't vote for McCarthy, it's it's a uh, it's an interesting thing. But with our current count, we have to go all the way down Aguilar. to Jeffries. Bob Good. So we'd be in the G's before we learn all four. if this thing gets extended. McCarthy. Allen. Are you having fun yet? Yeah, it is interesting, actually. I haven't really followed <laughs> this much, but it's, I probably got the most interesting day. Emma Day. Emma Day. I can't believe it's already... 
One, Armstrong. Some sort oh, of 15. McCarthy. Arrington. Is she fine? It w- Arrington. We'll wrap up after. Uh, yeah, she, she, she's pushing it off for Monday. She took off already? Babbitt. Yeah. Oh. Yep. McCarthy. It's showbiz. It is showbiz. McCarthy. That's right. What you going to do? We're in showbiz. Baird. McCarthy. I didn't plan on this happening this week. Alderson. Honestly, up to this Tuesday, I thought, is this really happening? Alderson. It seems like Gates is going to put up a little stink. And then it seemed, as we were coming into Tuesday, that there is actually a thing. There's a faction of five. That seemed pretty obvious. And then it was like 20. And like, oh, I think the original vote was 19. It's like, oh, that's very interesting. That's a lot. And then you just assume by day two they were going to peel off, and they didn't. You're like, wow, there is something going on here. Do you think that they got the point they were trying to make across? I think they did a very good job getting the point across. It, it really, they have to start Jeffries. talking about the deal that they got. If they don't do that, then it's a useless McCarthy. thing. Mm-hmm. Then you look like just a bunch of weak politicians who Jeffries. bent over backwards for the Bird establishment. McCarthy. Fire. Jeffries. And Gates would probably say, all right, Ice. so we got better deals, but I didn't vote for McCarthy. him. Here you go. Biggs. Jordan. So he Jordan. stayed Jordan. Next up would be Lauren Boebert. We assume Dan Bishop's going to remain. Villarapis. McCarthy. People are piping in on Bishop YouTube. Are we going to stay positive after this, no matter the outcome? Jeffries. Yeah, Bishop I mean. of North Carolina. McCarthy. You would imagine that. There's a good reason these guys moved over at this point, okay? And so that's why I'm already pretty positive. Like I said, as we started the show, this is already a win, right? It's a massive win. It's brought attention to this thing. It showed. Jordan. So she didn't vote for Hearn on that one, but that's irrelevant. So they only need two more. Gates is one of them. Rosendale, good. I mean, I think once again, you don't have the votes here. Bowman. Jeffries. Because I assume Boyle, Buck is still not at the Capitol. I think Buck Jeffries. had a medical appointment. Rakeem. McCarthy. Brown. Jeffries. Brownlee. Jeffries. Buchanan. McCarthy. It's kind of interesting that they're Buck. not clapping for Burkine and Bishop, though. Buck. You would think they would do that to once again reemphasize. Bouchon. See, I don't think Buck is McCarthy. there, so that makes the number Bezinski. of the majority needed is 217. Burchett. But that's a. Which McCarthy. would generally. Burgess. Um, McCarthy. Which would generally be Burleson. a good thing for. Um, McCarthy. McCarthy. However, it's taken a vote away from him. Bush. Jeffries. Calvert. McCarthy. Kamek. McCarthy. Caraveo. Jeffries. I love how they're showing some of the old, the original 20 because I don't think you would see any of these guys switch back at this point. Michael Cloud or Andrew Clyde. Jeffries. Eli Crane would be the other one that I think. Um, Carried. I mean, I think Eli Crane will tell us McCarthy. if Crane 
remains Carl. a vote for Jordan or Hearn, um, McCarthy. McCarthy won't get it on this Carson. one. Carson. Jeffries. And if Crane comes on board, was it the fact that McCarthy. his brothers in the Navy Carter SEALs came over and started working on him? Jeffries. Was it that Carter he got a deal from this? A deal for the American McCarthy. people, hopefully not personally. Cartwright. Jeffries. Kassar. Jeffries. Case. Jeffries. Caston. Jeffries. Castor of Florida. Jeffries. Castro of Texas. Jeffries. Do they have seats in here? They just Chavez Dreamer. Oh, uh, they don't have signed seats. McCarthy. It's rare that they're all sitting there anyhow. It's got to be some McCormick. major thing going on or a state Jeffries. of a union address. Chu. Jeffries. I mean, look, they only Cicilline. have so much table Jeffries. positions. Like, you know, the Cisco Minnesota Lani. legislature, everyone's got a desk at a table, mm -hmm. right? McCarthy. Clark see. of Massachusetts. Now, they're way different. They have Jeffries. a lot of staff and they've Clark got of New York. a big office. Jeffries. You'd be very jealous yeah. of their office. Cleaver. And most of these guys Jeffries. live in their offices. A lot of people don't know that, but Clawley. well, imagine yes. you're on a. No, I'm not trying to sound elitist, like because they make like 180 thousand a year, 190 thousand a year. It's not bad, but that's not good. McCarthy. In uh, Washington D.C., Washington D.C. is like one of the most expensive places on the planet Jeffries. to live. Like a, a small home. Clyde. McCarthy. Politicians Cohen. just got to talk, don't they? Mm -hmm. Crane's the big one coming up. I'll, I'll finish my comment about uh, homes in uh, D.C. The guy's reading the newspaper. Eli Crane. Cole. Eli Crane McCarthy. will be the first potential vote that would go McCarthy, McCarthy. here. It'll be really interesting to see it. Comer. I'm learning a lot about this guy. McCarthy. Connolly. Jeffries. Correa. Correa. Costa. Jeffries. Courtney. Jeffries. Craig. Jeffries. Craig. Jordan. Jordan. There you go. Wow. Respect. <laughs> All right, so Kevin McCarthy will not win this McCarthy. one because we know Matt Gates's vote. We'll stick around Rachel. to at least uh, Bob Good, just to make sure McCarthy. that he's on board. Andy Harris has also Crockett. been strong. I think by the time you get to Andy Harris, Jeffries. you already know that there's a coalition of six. I think Crow. after Harris, Jeffries. yeah, it's just Rosendale. Rosendale's Quayar. been pretty strong. So Jeffries. this ballot will not. Deliver the votes needed for McCarthy. He McCarthy. needs 217. Davids it just Kansas. takes four others, unless Jeffries. Ken Buck comes back. But I believe Davidson. he's got a medical reason he's not there. At least that was reported McCarthy. by I think C-SPAN. Um, Davis of Illinois. It just it, they won't have the votes needed. Jeffries. Test depth comes in on on Davis on, of North Carolina. Rumble. And says McCarthy is a rhino. Rhinos are Democrats. Dean Nothing will change. Can we just kick them all out and start Jeffers. over? Well, well, something's changed, right? You assume that the reason these guys came Jeffers. on board is because something's changed. He's conceded, right? Listen, McCarthy. 
Democrats can change. We forced Governor Walz to sign his own end of emergency powers. You can change even Democrats. They don't want to come along with stuff. But when the will of the people is one way, the constituents say something, then they they will come on board. Don't think any of these guys have these hard-held principles. They've got to answer basically to the will of the people. The reason they get away with most stuff is the will of people are gone. This is the other beauty of this move. It actually brings this attention to Washington, D.C. If this didn't happen, people would just not be paying attention and there would be no pressure on changing things at the start, which is when it needs to change. Donalds. Donalds. Duarte. I don't think there's McCarthy. I don't think there's anything to look at in terms Duncan. of Donald's not voting there because he did vote McCarthy again in that last ballot. He voted McCarthy Duncan. the first two. So really it's Matt Gates. There's just no way Matt Gates is voting McCarthy ever, apparently. So that right there will be the number four. We'll stick around for Bob Good and probably maybe McCarthy. Andy Harris just to see. That Edwards. would be the majority of the votes. Um, McCarthy. To everybody watching on Rumble 2, don't LC. forget to follow the channel McCarthy. itself. Yes, yes, go. Yeah, just click Emmer. on uh, the Truth Hurts show. Uh, or I think they, there's a button there that says follow. Let's see here. I can look a at button it. that says follow. Jeffries. Yeah, it says subscribe. SU. Click on the subscribe. subscribe. Jeffries. And feel free to share. And then also, let's go ahead and put down Jeffries. there the uh, Twitter Estes. handle, which is action McCarthy. underscore liberty Evans. i've been told it's hard to find but that's the handle Jeffries. you should be able to just go at action underscore Giselle. liberty McCarthy. Fallon. groups like us we're forced to find McCarthy. platforms Finstra. that are pro free speech and that is hard that McCarthy. is very hard to find ferguson so that's why we're on twitter now typically we avoided that McCarthy. like the plague we're doing this Finstad. this show uh two times a week Tuesdays, Thursdays at 1 p.m. CST. That's right. We, we are planning to do these Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. Obviously, McCarthy. we decided to change that already the first week because, McCarthy. you know, we wanted to bring you live coverage. Generally, what we're going to do is we're always going to do this kind of stuff. We're going to expose these corrupt Pleasure. politicians, lying corporate media. McCarthy. We'll tell you what's going on at the Minnesota Capitol. We've kind of interjected Pleasure. that a little bit here Jeffries. during this coverage. But this is obviously Flood. historic. This hasn't happened to this extent McCarthy. since... 1859, as we were saying, Bridget and I were talking about, uh, it's been a hundred years since there's been multiple ballots for a speaker. So there's no living person person on the planet that actually watched that go down because there was no TV back then. So you would actually have been old enough to be on the House floor at that point to watch it. I just, I I feel very strongly that that is a correct statement to make, that there's no living person that has watched us go down before this. Now, look at this. This is important. They're all sitting next to each other, right? Fulcher. Strength in numbers. Gates is obviously. Gates. So there's your fourth vote. So once again, um, and you can change a vote, too, but I don't see that happening. At this point, um, Kevin McCarthy is still not going to be the Speaker of the House on the 13th ballot. He's going to have to concede. I wish we could just do a show all day long. I I think you guys will appreciate Action for Liberty, big organization. We've got to continue on with some of our other mission. Um, Quite frankly, we've done like almost nine hours of TV this week. (laughs) That's crazy. 
Am I going to get fired for this, Jeffrey. Bridget? I'm I don't curious know. what's going on in the Supreme Court thing, because somebody else commented on Facebook. Um, Jeremy says, this is just a delay. What is really going to happen? We are waiting on the McCarthy. Supreme Court to make a decision. Golden of Maine. Is it about January 6th? Jeffries. I don't know. Goldman of I have not heard any York. news about the yeah, Supreme I don't, Court. I don't know what they're talking about. Gomez. Jeremy, you ought to, you ought to comment what, what it's all about, because we're all curious. Tony Gonzalez. So good. They're showing McCarthy. Bob Good there, and I would imagine Good's going to stay firm. Vicente Gonzalez. Jeffries. Good of Virginia. Yep. Jordan. So even if they had Gooden so that's that's five, and why that's important McCarthy. is if the full strength was there, which it's Go not, um, they would need five McCarthy. people voting Jordan. They already Go have Niner. the five. Jeffrey. Once again, it just comes down to five, maybe four, depending Granger. on the strength. You just want to always see the Jordan McCarthy. vote or whatever the other vote is, Graves be five. Louisiana. And it's five. So. McCarthy. Graves of Missouri. McCarthy. Green of Tennessee. We're going to stick around just for McCarthy. Harris, just to see if anyone slipped up, because after Harris, Green you got to wait all the way down to Rosendale. And we got to kind of move on with some of our other stuff. I assume Gosar is going to remain. God, this guy just won't shut up. But oh, I guess Gosar is already gone. What I'm amazed by is how like equal it is Republicans and Democrats in this this portion Jeffries. of the government. It's like almost perfectly split. Green of Georgia. Well, you're saying number wise? Yeah. Well, yeah, McCarthy. That's the essence Griffin. of the November election, right? Republicans McCarthy. were supposed to have this Rahala. big massive red wave that never happened. Jeffries. Grothman. And why would it happen? I mean who do the Republicans stand for these days? Guess. Most of these guys just want McCarthy, meaning they McCarthy. just want the status quo. The people Guthrie. hate what's going on in Congress. McCarthy. Andy Hingham. Harris coming up here. Ooh, Clyde. One of his own is trying to get, it McCarthy. looks like he's going to stay the same vote here. Harder of California. Jeffries. They're putting the work on him. Harris. Oh, there they did get another vote. None of these guys are happy about it, though, when they vote. I know, and Clyde's... Clyde's standing next to him just like, look, I delivered that vote. He can't get it. Harshbarger. There's still five. So why did Andy Harris sell out there? I can't imagine McCarthy. he got some kind of deal. Once again, Hayes. don't for a second Jeffries. underestimate the peer pressure Hi. that goes on out there. And the longer it drags on, McCarthy. the more that pressure mounts. I see it at the U.S. Or at the Minnesota Capitol all the time. Before they break for um, the end of the session, they will Higgins get these guys doing the goofiest crap ever because they, they're like, well, you don't want to come back for Hill. a special session, do you? They'll go into like McCarthy. the midnight hours and Hines. they'll do stupid stuff because it's Jeffries. past midnight and they want to go get some sleep Henson. and mm -hmm. go eat. So um, so McCarthy. anyhow, McCarthy did gain another vote. It's, it's a moot point here in the sense Jeffries. that they still have got to get um, a handful of others. I don't think Rosendale is going to cave on this one. Hulahan. So I think the non-McCarthy vote would be six. We're going to stop Jeffries. coverage here unless you had one other thing you needed to Boyer. read No, there. I don't think okay. so. I, so. I wanted to bring up, I Jeffries. looked up what the Supreme Court thing's all about. Hoyle it looks like Oregon. might be about South Carolina constitution, Jeffries. including abortion rights. Um, 
a decision might overturn the state's six-week ban on abortion uh, in, in South Carolina. Interesting. I yeah. would be surprised if that's what people McCarthy. are talking about in the context. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Um, anyhow, we. Uh, I think it's a victory. I think it's a big victory for the conservatives. I just want to know what that deal is. But I can't imagine that these guys changed to McCarthy without some kind of deal. So if they didn't get a deal, then this was almost a moot point. Although McCarthy's not the speaker. It just takes five. It takes five. So um, we better get a better deal of this thing. That's all I'm going to say. Otherwise, McCarthy is not going to be the speaker, or he's got to go reach over the aisle with the Democrats. And if he does that, he's exactly what these guys alleged he is. So this has been fascinating. It's at least entertaining, right? It's at the very minimum. People are caring about the U.S. Congress, because otherwise they were just going to swear in, and that was it. It was going to be the same old business. And apparently it's not the same old business. It's good to have a humbling experience in a leadership position. So... McCarthy has definitely got to be humbled by this thing. And I'm bet he's now going to be, I don't, I don't know the person here. Maybe he's going to be very, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Uh, vengeful. I don't know. Maybe he's going to be vengeful. So we'll see. Anyhow, we'll bring you all the latest news. We're not going to broadcast this weekend, FY. So if this goes into the weekend, I'm sorry we're not going to be here. You just have to watch on your own C-SPAN. But we really appreciate you tuning in to The Truth Hurts. Um, this was a lot of TV, Dawson. Thank you very much for running the dials on every one of these. And it's good to have you back, Bridget. Thanks for sitting yeah, in the chair. And we really appreciate Eric Mortensen joining us today. And he's off to go do some ice fishing. So uh, thank you, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.